1: Hi, this is Michael Brass. I'm a composer who's worked on Oddworld Games and Ratchet & Clank, and you
0: are listening to Nerdy Show.
2: Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom—from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. Hi, I'm Brandon. Hi, I'm Matt.
3: Hi, I'm Jonna. Hi, I'm John LaValle.
2: And this is the last day of E3. Day, day four, we think. It's it's three the, slash four. Yeah, it's the last day. It's three point five. You're playing,
1: if you're playing the home version, it's day four. It's
2: it's one point five HD remix <laughs> divided by two. <laughs> Yeah, and so Sora's final journey. <laughs> so, the third. Whoa. <laughs> so so we've we've checked out everything we could. Uh, we were there till the bitter end, scrabbling like Cat Mario up a cliff to get to the last drop of gameplay we could get. Mm-hmm. We didn't get everything. It, but it, we it, got a lot it ended
4: early an hour earlier than the other days so for some reason I don't know why they do that but they do yeah. we didn't know
3: that until, Happy hour. until 4 o'clock <laughs> yeah. and it closed at 5 so yeah. we had to scramble er,
5: er, everybody went to Mar- Margaritaville <laughs> E3 is now at Margaritaville <laughs> that's actually E3.5 uh,
2: so we saw some great stuff we're going to give you the last blast of our podcast coverage there's still going to be more videos coming out we just had two, our two videos uh, uh, two well two videos come out recently more on the way um, Walking Dead, knots and we're also in this episode going to give you our top five games of E3 based on stuff that we had experienced, yeah, lasting impressions. For the golf clap, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> based on stuff we had some kind of experience with directly. Um, so, what did everybody do today? <clears throat> well, we started off uh, we
4: actually ran into the people who made Kaiju Combat. That's although, right. it is now called Colossal Kaiju combat to settle the Wizards of the Coast dispute. I, I uh
1: I really enjoyed playing it.
4: You are a cheap son um, of a bitch.
1: For in, just in case they don't fix it, here's the best thing to do: uh, <laughs> you run at the other player and just constantly uh, just knee them. Or use the Mega Breath attack. And or use the Mega Breath attack and not turn it off. But I think they're uh, gonna fix it. The game
2: right? is still very much in production. I'd I like was to really, I
1: was really pissing off the gameplay guy. I think he was it, laughing.
4: But we played was... as um, the two characters you could play <laughs> as were uh, Giga Shark and Magnarok,
2: which you can totally see on their site. Yeah. Um, we have like, a, giant sharks an hilarious. interview with Simon Strange and Matt Frank, uh, the, the brains behind uh, Colossal Kaiju Combat in an upcoming episode of Nerdy Show Prime. Um, and uh, we're actually going to have to update some of that information based on the stuff that Simon told us, which is that the uh, I, m- many people know about this, anybody who's followed Kaiju Combat, that they had a legal battle with Wizards of the Coast, who have this thing that's not even remotely to do with Kaiju, but happens to be called Kaiju something or other. And so now the fu- the name change is final, Colossal Kaiju Combat. That's all they had to do! Mm. And it's, even, it's a better name! Why yeah. the hell not? So the game is awesome, and uh, we'll link to where you can check out details about that and all the characters which are all voted on by the fan community and stay tuned very soon for more information in our giant monsters themed nerdy show prime episode so good though Mm
1: -hmm. fun sorry yeah (laughs) I mean for like super pre-alpha it was pretty fun so
4: um, some of the fans wanted to know real quick uh, if the game rise for the Bone was on rails and I have to say, watching several people uh, play, the game, uh, play the game, that it is absolutely not. I mean, you can move around. The stages are quite linear. Obviously, like a God of War, it's linear. It may have actually been
2: designed for rails yeah. initially.
4: But you can move around. You know, it's not on rails. There are scenes when you may form the phalanx where it seems like it's on rails, but you're you're really, you're a phalanx. You go forward or, or back, and, you know, that's what you do. But you don't, you know, have to do that. But it's not an on-rails game for the parts that they showed us anyway. Right. So,
1: um, Did you get a real rise out of it?
2: Oh, Ooh. you know what? Coming,
4: it's you?
3: like it's Hey-o. like
4: God of it's like God of War, but with any mythological creature. So why bother?
1: Anyway, I've been embarrassing the nerd show crew all day with Tony Baldini style jokes. Yeah,
2: <laughs> stop it. What else did we see today? Uh, well, I made it a priority to get some time in on the Nintendo. Um, I tried out Mario Kart Eight, and um, and was I tried it fun? Out,
1: um, was super- it seven? Was it seven more better than one? Hold on.
2: And <laughs> and Sonic is running out of breath. Um, and uh, also, Super Mario World 3D. Super Mario 3D World. Sir, is it? Yeah. Super Mario 3D World. Okay. They just their titles are pissing me off at this point. And the Wonderful 101. Um and I'll talk about all these things. Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart is a shoe in Mario Kart is a guarantee. Whatever system it's gone on, I'm going to buy. Mario Karts are some of my f- favorite games ever. They've had some ones that were weaker than others, but they've never gone wrong. Did it feel like the transition between going to hover mode and like gliding? Did it all seem pretty seamless? Oh, my God, yes. It is... Um, there were, okay, so the last two Mario Karts. Mario Kart 7 um, and Mario Kart Wii U. 7 was on the 3DS, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or not, not Wii U. Uh, Mario Kart Wii Right. Uh, So those two games, there there were some pros and cons. Seven was definitely the better of the two. They brought back coins. Um, Mario Kart Wii had motorcycles. Seven had um, this ability where you could go underwater in your kart and fly in your kart very seamlessly based on different environmental changes. Um, And had way better maps than the other one. This is the best of both worlds. It's all the things that were great about both those games smashed together with new stuff. So it's everything you could hope for. Like You get... Uh, there's motorcycles, there's there's carts. The carts go underwater and they fly I in the sky. I feel like they should have added a third type of vehicle at this point. Hey, this is I, this looked like it was pretty far away from being like 100% final. There's still room for surprises, but every cart has a hover mode which allows for these um, completely split tracks. The level design, which is always a huge um, focus for me, was great. They were really diverse. There were multiple paths everywhere. Um, the the ability to, to defy gravity in your cart just makes you just really interesting levels um, and divergent paths that where he'll be driving above someone else like weird stuff like that it's very cool um, and I played it both I played it two ways I played it using the Wii U pad and I also played it using uh, Wiimote stuck in a wheel I love the wheel controls from Mario Kart Wii and it was the wheel was exactly as I would always have wanted it to be it's it's the wheel it's perfect.
3: Did it feel any different at all, or did they, is it just identical?
2: It is. A, the wheel is a bit different. The uh, the B button on the back was a bit more pronounced, maybe a little spring-loaded. There was more there, um, but it was basically the same. Cool. Um, I couldn't get the motorcycle to pop a wheelie. They may have taken that feature out. I don't know. You mm-hmm. could get a little you bit just, more just, like,
4: speed. yank back on it or something?
2: It, you just raise it up. I, I yeah. couldn't get it to do it. Either it's was gone, it gone or it just was not in the demo. Um, playing with the Wii U... Pad was very awkward. It had tilt controls in it, so you'd think it would be just the same. It wasn't. I didn't like it as much. Um, there was like the sensitivity was actually different. Uh, mm. So I, I had to like adapt between the two of them. I didn't care for it uh, on the, the touchpad. Uh, there's a horn you can honk because that's fun. Well, what does uh, it do?
5: It honks. <laughs> and it, does it give one short burst or can you hold it down the entire time and it'll just keep going? That's a good <laughs> question. What I can tell you is that
2: uh, <laughs> honking the horn while you're playing is a stupid idea, <laughs> and I never did it because I was like, if I if I take my hands off, the, like if I look down to touch it or anything, it's just that that weird disconnect that often happens with Wii U games. You're like, I don't want to look away from the thing I'm so doing. So you have to
4: press, press it.
5: it. But if I have the option to troll, I'm holding it down the entire game. I bet you are. Here's what oh, so
3: yeah. you
4: do spill. You, you know hold
5: you hold the pad up to your nose so your nose is hitting it <laughs> while you're driving. That would
2: work. That would totally work. It
3: probably only lets you do a little toot with it.
2: Uh, some, toot. Something. <laughs> the one of the few downfalls to Mario Kart Seven. Uh, was it some tracks they were like well this track is long enough so we'll just have a bunch of checkpoints in them and uh, like Rainbow Road Rainbow Roads are always long levels in that one there's three checkpoints and that's it you go through it once you don't loop three times mm-hmm. in a long that's thing and it's like Rainbow Road needs to be a long beautiful arduous
5: task and 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 part of the best part is uh, being able to try to improve your approach when you come back exactly. around you learn your first time around
2: exactly so they took that out of mm-hmm. uh, Mario Kart 7 and their Rainbow Road was great Except that you only got to do it once. It killed me. I hated it. Mm. This time I'm a little worried because the two maps I played, maybe it was just for the demo purposes. There were only there were only two laps. Hmm, they probably
3: just said it that way.
2: They, there was a lot of people playing. I
4: think they just programmed it to just have two laps, so it would save a lot of time. I hope so. And, I mean, they, coin, so that, and coins are back, so that's good. You
3: can usually yeah. modify those settings anyway in your own
4: game. Yeah, so, so we don't know for sure, but we, we
2: think maybe it's adjustable. Hopefully. Well, right. oh, either way... It's still it's still great. It's still looks, like it looks shaped up to be a great Mario Kart. Uh, John and I played uh Super Mario World 3D. 3D world. World. 3D world. I played cat it too. Oh you played you played too. Oh no, yeah. Cuz it's, it's not yeah, we, in 3D. It's the
1: damn catsuit. It's uh,
2: a 3D world but the world is not in 3D. Yeah, it, it's stupid It's anyway. the development team that was behind 3D Land and or Land 3D or uh, whatever. Um I don't know, man. And uh, and and galaxy as well and um, basically what that means is they have a level design that's based around having sort of a, a modular approach like it's not it's not like galaxy where you're on a, sp- a sphere or anything but it's like the world is surrounded by nothingness and you're on these kind of the three D land format or just the, the three Mar- Super Mario three D format is having these kind of cluster worlds. Now what I'm curious about because we didn't see a map at all, it was just a level select screen of like play this world from two one or this world from three two or whatever. Um, is it gonna have what Mario World had as in a a very continental overview where you'll go into a place with all ice stuff. This is the Iceland. It kinda of feels exploratory, not sure. What I can tell you about the gameplay though, is that it was what you think it is? A lot of fun, and I
3: love that cat suit. I'm all about it.
2: The cat suit was so good.
3: Better than I thought.
2: It's not just a cute thing you can wear. The gameplay was a lot of fun.
3: I, I never knew how much I needed the cat suit until I tried it out.
2: <laughs> I would never be the same. Does he meow? No, but you do lethal and scratch himself. Oh, you, <laughs> you do lethal uh, forward and back flips. <laughs> and uh, when you crawl up the wall, you can, like, you scritch down if you, like, hang out too long. Did you get to play as a princess to your butt? Yes. He did. I played as Princess Peach. <laughs> the hovering was great. Having the four classic Mario characters from Mario 2 playing together again was awesome. Uh, two player, always always awkward in these modern Mario games. Like, For
3: example, I accidentally took both of the cat bells when we first encountered them, and I was the only one in the suit, and I felt really bad. I'm sorry, Cap.
2: I'm, I'm, well, Jonna, I rushed ahead, and you got, you died by falling <laughs> off. I'm sorry about that too. It's like it's like you can you can be mean to people and you can play cooperatively, but at the end, it's like well, playing playing it two people once, I guess you can do it, but I
5: don't think it's ideal. It's, it's another ultimate troll game. Is the two player Mario games? Yeah. You yeah. just it's run really right, fast, yeah. and everyone dies behind you. So
2: when
3: you do four at once, and it's chaotic.
5: Oh, yeah, so I guess you know,
2: you just Decide how you want to play it, and, mm-hmm. and you play within your comfort zone, and other than that, you know, it was what, what you could expect, but I can say that the level designs are really nice, mm-hmm. so it's it's a, if you're going to get a Wii U, you're going to want this game, there's no They're no always
3: solid, it. It, it, this one doesn't disappoint.
2: Yeah. And uh, the Wonderful 101. Yeah, I was really interested <laughs> about that game, because it
4: looked really cool and really fun, but I wasn't sure what the hell it is, so please it, explain. It is, without a
2: doubt, the oddball of the Wii U. <laughs> is it <laughs> fun, though? It is fun. Uh, I can tell you, watching it, it makes no sense. As, as in the trailers, you've probably seen, you're like, I don't understand what's going on. What the fuck is this shit? Um, but, at the end of the day, uh, it's a really fun beat 'em up game. If you like Smash TV or anything like, you know, just like an overhead screen with a bunch of crap happening and you beat stuff up, uh, <laughs> you'll be into this. And it's the only game I've ever played that had intuitive use of the Wii U controller. Explain. Um, you play as a group of superheroes. Think of yourself as you are playing as a collective of, say, the Avengers, all... Well, okay, no, how about this? You play as all the Autobots rolling together <laughs> and the Autobots can turn into a big object for... Di- like, you, you'll you turn into a fist. You'll turn to a gun. You'll turn to a whip. You all transform together to turn into one thing. Hmm. So that's what you are. The, the Wonderful 101 is a group of superheroes that have these uh, powers that work Based on uh, how many of them are banded together, you can use these powers if there's just like a couple of you. If you get beaten up and your guys are scattered, but they're nowhere near as much as if you collect. If you make sure all your guys are in your group traveling together, and you can play up to five different groups simultaneously, destroying robots as they crush suburbia. How do you control five different groups? No, not it's five. It's five players. Five oh, There's, I see what there's you mean. a single-player campaign. There's a multiplayer campaign. Uh, and the way you deploy the different attacks, like they was saying, like gun, sword, all that stuff, is by drawing a shape mm-hmm. on the pad. And I uh, saw
4: I saw that um, when they showed it at the conference. But does it actually
2: like does it work well? When yeah, you do it? because because the thing is, once you know the shape, you don't have to even look at it anymore. You can just rub with your thumb a circle or a line or a gun shape, and it which is just an L basically. Um, and you you get that thing. So how well you how well you do the shape improve or how big as well improves what how the the type of weapon you get and there's like a set type
4: like how many things you can make because I was I was kind of hoping it was like scribble knots like whatever you drew would have huh. like you drew you draw a frying pan your guys turn into a giant frying pan it
2: may expand beyond what, what we had there but yeah it's limited um, and all the shapes are really simple so I don't have to look at anything but it was great once I learned I didn't have to take my eyes off the screen the touchpad was totally useful and that's the first time that's ever happened for me <laughs> Uh, so, if you, if you want a fun beat up that game, it's really good, and Nintendo's going to be devoting a lot more time to it, and they're going to need to. I'm worried about this one. It could be a really great property, but, like, like I said, I was watching people play it, and I didn't get it. I, I saw the trailers, and I didn't get it. It didn't make any fucking sense to me until I had it in my hands. And there's, there's another thing I have to bring up real quick, the, um... As I'm reading some stuff, a lot of fans
4: think that the games are way too scripted, or at least, at least the conferences when they show demos of games, they seem too scripted. They are scripted. They've Very they've rehearsed it so many times that they they're doing the exact same thing over and over to show you certain things. So all of everything you've seen in conferences is like completely scripted. Even when they say it's, like, the first time ever, they've played it hundreds of times to make sure they do certain things. And for the conferences, that's
2: okay. That's But that's why when we did the uh, the Destiny thing, it bummed us the fuck out. Yeah, they should
4: they, not do that at E3 when you go there to see new shit. They should not do that when they've already done they it in the conference. Just treat the
1: people who are seeing things like adults and demo it. And actually, I got to see what happens when that whole process breaks down because in the middle of the Watch Dogs demo, they had this cool thing where they're bringing the tablet... And uh, they said, from anywhere you are, from wherever your friend is, no matter where they are in the world, if they have the internet and they have a tablet or a phone, they <coughs> can help you out. Um, and we'll go into a little bit of that when we talk about watchdogs more. But well, let's do you now. Let's talk, talk about okay. um, yeah. So he has a, uh, a tablet. So, the, so he's basically trying to run away from the police. And um, his buddy with his tablet comes in and he's like, yeah, you know, your friend can help you out. And he shows how uh, like, he can... Um, uh, hack cameras or create distractions around the city. He actually had a city map that was tracking uh, the character Aiden and he was able to... Christensen uh, Aiden Christensen. Correct, yeah. <laughs> I forget the last name. Anyway. Anyway. So, um but it was cool cause, but so he's doing it and he goes yeah except it doesn't help when your friend sucks at the game because the guy was completely missing stuff he was supposed to be hitting <laughs> and he actually like the guy almost died because because uh, <laughs> he was actually like the guy just was not good at what he I would it.
3: love to see that I want to see someone die while they're demoing a game well, I like did that you that notice, I mean,
5: he, yeah during Witcher he should have died a number of times while yes. fighting mon- the monster but obviously his like, life every time set. his life was you know like at the lowest well, it, the, it would fill back up and that's where cheat codes <laughs> originally came from anyway as they were used the developer tools do
4: a- so uh, Uh, watchdogs, one of the things that I had concern about is, like you said, you know, you're running from the police or something, so you got help from a friend on an iPad. How do you contact a fucking friend to help you when you're you're in the middle of a goddamn situation? You can't pause and can you pause it, shut it off, and be like, hey, get online, because in 10 minutes on the iPad to help me, I'm going to stay paused until you come on.
1: I never got the impression that it was necessary. um, That it was more like a second player jumping in. Uh, Ninja Turtles, right? I mean, it's not like uh, the Ninja Turtles arcade game. Um, you could have up to four turtles, right? Yeah, right. The game didn't get harder based on how many more people you had playing. So they are saying you should be able to beat it regardless of needing help. From yeah, you life. could beat it with one person or if you want to get but some friends' But it's a fun help, thing
4: if someone wants to connect to
2: you. Yeah, what exactly was this guy doing on the tablet? That's what, cause what's neat about it is Watch Dogs is a game where you are hacking the world. Right. And having a, having like another hacker buddy come in and give you an assist actually sounds really realistic and could be pretty immersive. It was like the movie Hackers.
4: Yeah. It, see, it actually—that's one use for the tablet that I actually like because it's almost like you're actually hacking, but right. using your own
1: tablet. And, and it's not like Smart Glass. Where, like, with Smart Glass specifically, you have to be on that shared Wi-Fi. Mm. You have to be on the same internet as the console. Oh, that's dumb! I didn't realize that. Yeah, well, it's because of the latency. It's immediate. Yeah, stupid. Anyway, like, yeah. there's no, there's no yeah. uh, lag. And actually,
2: Watch Dogs was over in the PS4 area, um, among other places, but it was, it was over there, and we actually, uh, we were hanging out there. We saw that the PS4 is actually smaller than we thought it was. Uh, oh, yeah, like, it, it was actually like half the size of the X-Bone.
1: All right, if the uh, if the X-Bone is a uh, VCR, the, uh, <laughs> the, the PS4 uh, is a like, maybe second generation DVD player. Se- That's fair,
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> so yeah, it, it was kind of like the size of a PS3 Slim. So it's actually smaller than the original PS3, which was interesting and I didn't know that, and whatever. So basically we saw an awesome game called Transistor. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I don't know I didn't know shit about it. Um It's
2: done by the company that does uh um, Bastion. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Dar- what John Dar- Dar- kept telling me like you need to play Bastion. You need if you to play like Bastion, Bastion this game.
3: if you like this game.
2: And how how did you like Transistor? Oh Transistor is great. Uh Transistor has an incredible battle system that is a fusion of action and tactics. And it's it's it's, it's, it's
4: actually called
2: um Is there a name a- for Tactics. No, I made no, that up. No, you made that up. I made that I up. I can tell.
4: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to come up with something clever, and it didn't, I was just like, oh shit, you, say
2: something. You play as a singer who's lost her voice due to some traumatic experience with this like this weird robot goo creature stuff that's trying to kill you, and um, you get the sword that has this guy's voice in it. Like, like The
4: guy's like, it looks like he's impaled
2: with the sword, I'm, like yeah, sitting there dead. But, but his voice is coming from the sword, and maybe he knows you, maybe he doesn't, not really clear on that. Um, but you get the sword, and so you get these techniques that, um, you know, you could just hack and slash and stuff, or you could press R two, and it turns into this tactics thing where you have a certain amount of moves you can do in a turn that enables you to uh, combo techniques and move around the board. So that the- whoa, <laughs> 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 so so that when you're uh, fighting enemies. You you can strategically like attack parts of them that are more vulnerable, and it, it uses up action points. And you, you can run around the field
4: and just hit shit um, all but you want.
3: You'll if you do that, then it, that they they pretty much are discouraging you from doing that because you take more damage that way. They want you to. Take the strategic path and use the snazzy new features.
4: And they are snazzy and so, good. So say there's, like, three enemies in front of you, um, and they're all about to shoot at you. You go into that um, that other mode, which I don't really know the name of it. Yeah. And so you can go behind an enemy, which does more damage, shoot a beam through him, hit another enemy, teleport to another enemy, hit him, and then quickly use, like, the, the teleporting skill, which I think is called Jaunt, to get behind cover. Then you execute it, and she does all of these moves lightning fast. And
3: then after that, it cools down down, so you have to kind of run away, so that's why it's important to keep yourself in a good position at all times.
2: And you can even use this feature to solve puzzles, like, in, for example, there's a classic button puzzle, where normally would be like, two people have to stand on the buttons, because you have to hit two buttons at the same time. No, you hit R2, and you go into this tactics thing, and all of a sudden you're f- traveling so fast, you are hitting two buttons but at the
4: actually, same time. Actually, I didn't even realize, and I just noticed that you, the feature we're using, combat, can actually be used out of combat. Exactly. And that's really cool.
1: Would you say it's uh, kind of like VATS? The VAT out, right? system No Well I mean that was I mean, like, speci- No No I that mean was... like that kind of thing Like where it's not intrusive Like it's a tool As opposed to being like A separate mode of play
4: Yeah but Whereas in Fallout You don't need to use VATs right. At all I mean, In this it seems like You really want to require yeah. It. yeah Cool Um but yeah and it's the game is very weird I don't even know how to describe it cyber-esque noir-ish what is it cyber-noir with fit. kind of like got a Final Fantasy like, sort I don't of understand the world yet but they also didn't show us much in the demo yeah. about the world of the story but it's really beautiful and it's really fun it's the
3: same perspective as Bastion the overhead and it's it has a very unique look. There, I can't think of a lot of games out there right now that look like that. It's it's beautiful. And
2: it's why gorgeous. is it on the PS4? Uh because it's got some really pretty worlds and some intricate intricate details that are are best done with um well HD screens and machines that can play them. And and I I mean I assume this game could also run
4: on other systems. I mean I think but you know, it's just on PS4 for now at least. Yeah. NPC. NPC. Oh well, N P C. So look, whatever. It's on P C. <laughs> you got no
2: excuse. Yeah, no. You could probably use the mouse, it's probably pretty sweet. Also, in this PlayStation area, they had um, Infamous, um, uh, Assassin's Creed Five, Watchdogs, and uh, I think that was it. It was actually kind of a small show. There, there was a few other things that we didn't really have time for.
4: Yeah. Um, another thing I want to mention real quick is that because I I didn't say it earlier, the um, the touchpad on the controller yeah. that I didn't realize on the P S Four controller, the entire touchpad touchpad is also a button that you can push in and uh, it was weird you know, but and I don't know how you would use it, but I, I also didn't notice it was a button. So unless you're hardcore and have done research on this, the controller specifics, you might not know that.
3: Also, one more thing about the controller. Not <laughs> impressed with that D-pad. Yeah, nobody. Uh, D-pad. It's the exact same D-pad that was used in the previous three consoles by Sony and it's... I, I guess most people are okay with it, but I'm a D-pad snob and I wasn't expecting it to change, but Thank I'm, you, John. I'm still disappointed.
4: Thank we, you. we had an argument in the car with John yeah. because he was saying that uh, the D pad is shit, and I hate it, and I, and I have baby hands, and it doesn't make sense. And I was like, and john and so we were like, the D pad works yeah. fine. What are you talking about? We like it. It and works, then,
3: but it's not ideal. It yeah. Sucks. So
4: basically, Jonna has God. baby hands too. So anyone anyway with baby it's not hands, the
3: baby hands. No, That's you know what? Because
1: we had two, we went, we were well, we two don't have cars, baby hands, and we like we it. We were in two different cars. <laughs> and they told me I was crazy this is weird. and I was like unique in the world and all alone because ah. I don't like the touch pad either on it and I don't like the freaking button I think it's dumb because like you're supposed to mash this thing and hit it like in some games and like if I'm holding with one hand I'm going to knock it right out of my fucking hand <laughs> and break it and that's uh, and that's how I saved Christmas. So,
3: <laughs> one other thing the the shape of the controller is very different. The is last it? Little, is it really? Because they felt really. It, different it to looks a bit different, but they all
4: kind of feel similar.
3: Well, the last three like PS One, PS Two, and PS Three. It's like if you just they're slightly well, different. If you closed your eyes and just felt the back of the controller, you would not be able to tell them apart. They feel the same. Maybe not the weight, but just the shape alone. They, I swear, they. Did they you close
4: your just, eyes at some point? We're like, I wonder if this feels different. You're like, no, and you're like, I my could, God, I
3: could just feel it because it's it's. Different different. It's more ergonomic it, than it feels it like it's before. made out of different
4: materials, too. Oh
3: well, yeah, It probably is, but it feels I... It cheap. You know what? Well, I, I Your know face feels know I'm just saying. The shape, it, they tweaked it a little bit. It's it's not a huge change, but I think it feels nicer than the old controllers did. Yeah, even,
1: huh. even the Xbox controller, which I prefer the 360 controller, and even before that, I prefer the original Xbox controller because of the weight. And even the Xbox 360 controller... Oh, the Xbox 360. Hello. The X-Bone controller <laughs> felt a little lighter and cheaper made than... Like, I guess this whole generation, it seems like they discovered some kind of cheap-ass plastic.
4: Here's the thing yes. you've got to understand about controllers. They're all made out of plastic. They all have plastic buttons. They're all sh- fucking plastic. That's really it.
1: They're cheap-feeling.
4: They're not going to be made out of metal or, like, space-age uh, material. Actually,
1: actually, there is a... Isn't there that 360
4: controller made out of metal? The case? The, the, the case metal casing? Is another, right? That,
1: that the would kind of on? smell
4: like metal and weird shit like after it. I think. And There's a gold germy, one. Very germ, germy. Very mm.
3: germy.
4: All right, so Cap got to do something that... Uh, none of the rest of us got
2: to do because he's a special magic little boy. Because he's the
1: Sorcerer's Apprentice.
2: So what did you get to do? You could say I'm the Sorcerer's Apprentice. I saw Fantasia. The Peter Peter
1: Gabriel game. Mm.
2: Uh, That's (laughs) an interesting comparison. I guess we'll get into why one might say that. Uh, Fantasia is a joint venture between Disney and Harmonix. Harmonix, of course, being the guys behind Rock Band and Dance Central. And, you know... um, I've been excited to see what they do next because Rock Band recently stopped, stopped putting out uh, new music on it. Though there's still um, new music produced by like indie bands and such on the Rock Band network, but it was uh, it was quite a run—six years of, uh, of incredible gaming—and you know what? What the hell comes next? Apparently, Disney actually approached them several years ago uh, about this. And so, what do you think about doing uh, a game? Like, well, sure, okay, Disney—that's uh, <laughs> interesting. What about uh, what if it was a Fantasia game? I'm like, whoa, well. We didn't think that um, those words would ever be strung together. All right, uh, (laughs) sure, let's see what this turns into. And so what I'm about to describe is uh, complicated. Um, Let's just say I'm going to say some very amorphous things, and I'm going to try to get everybody to understand what this game is all about. Uh, But is it a game? Is it an experience? It's somewhere between both. Basically, it's based on the premise of um, Sorcerer's Apprentice when Mickey is summoning the waves and he's con- basically conducting the waves and they're You they're don't moving. see that and it's just based on it. Right. You At no point during this demo did Mickey Mouse come out. Or any Disney and, stuff. And, or, and, or anything from previous Fantasias appear and were recreated. None of that stuff. But the idea of Fantasia was, has always been about interpreting music... In a compelling visual way, like hippos in ballet outfits. Exactly, uh, and now we're interpreting music in uh, a very interesting visual way and uh, a very interesting physical way. It's a it's a way to interact with songs. So this this uses the Kinect. Explain how it works. Yeah, you may have seen this trailer video where a bunch of attractive people just kind of zip their hands around, and it looks like you're controlling the music. You're gonna remix this song live. And, uh... It kind
3: of look like they are trying to grab the just dance crowd. It really did was,
2: not... Oh, is that what that shit was?
3: It's on the screen with, like,
4: sparks shooting off people's hands and yes, spinning yeah. around?
3: Yeah, oh, I thought
4: that
1: was, like, a fucking yeah, dance game.
3: Yeah, it doesn't game. convey the true game at all. Oh, yeah, okay. it doesn't.
2: It's very
1: it, misleading. It kind of looked like Lindsey Sterling like, dancing video kind of thing. <laughs> I like Lindsey Stirling. Uh, so, <laughs> they, um... Th- this game
2: is, uh... It actually allows you to interact with the music in a way so that you are conducting it essentially and there's hand motions that you that are well if you know especially if you know the song the better you know the song uh, very organic uh these motions and everything and you'll uh hit notes notes and pound blasts and uh move notes from one place to another and um i guess let me take you through it bit by bit because there's maybe no other way you're gonna even come close to understanding this via this podcast um <laughs> there's a world that we went to called the shoal you go into the shoal and you're in this kind of coral reef uh, it's very it's pretty but it's kind of dark and a little drab and you can sort of move your um, your stance back and forth and go with this 180 degree view of this underwater terrain and you can um, there's a cursor with that's your hand and you can sort of reach into the world it um, has a distance on it in addition to the positioning and you can sort of like poke some stuff you start poking some coral and seahorses come out these brightly colored seahorses you get like maybe four of them out they're like okay the seahorses are hanging out uh, what can I do with them so you, you spin them. You spin them around with your hand. Oh, the seahorse dancing around. Oh, it, it's an enemy squirts also out. It's not very nice and to, like, spin
4: seahorses. You're just like, you know what? I want to fuck with these seahorses that are just trying to make oh, like, fly die. Wanna they, I want to spin them around and confuse oh, they, they, them. They love it. They love
2: it. They eat it up. So this is an enemy squirts <laughs> out, and all of a sudden there's a little bit more color in the world. You're like, okay, that's interesting. You get these little points, and this bar starts filling up, and uh, you're like, well, what do I do here? There's no There's no real instruction. It just kind of happens, and you're like... You, you're it's like mist, you're exploring a screen and seeing what you can <laughs> get away with or Pokemon snap you're like well I'm in here uh, what, what, <laughs> why is I'll take some pictures what's gonna happen um, so <laughs> eventually you, you get this little there's just like um, this portal that you sort of uh, put your hands up and dive into and then uh, in, and all of a sudden you're playing bohemian Rhapsody and this conducting thing is really neat. With Bohemian Rhapsody, I knew the song well enough that, in a way, once I saw the woman doing it and all the keys that were appearing on the screen and the indicators and everything, I was already doing it in my head. I know all the notes. So the gestures are very intuitive to the song. But here's where it gets crazy. And most of the tracks are new. It makes more sense that new artists would go in on this. But I'm delighted that the Queen Estate would, would allow them to do this because you can actually remix... The music. I'm talking about you can make a string-based version of Bohemian Rhapsody. You can make a kind of like 80s guitar rock version of Bohemian Rhapsody. Eventually, you get these indicators that show up, and you'll see silhouettes of instruments, and you'll kind of get a gist of maybe what those instruments mean. So you gesture towards them, and all of a sudden, the tone of the song has changed, and you're deciding the musical progression of this version of the song that you're playing right now. And there will be other things that you can do that further alter the song. And by the end of it, you're playing a version that exists entirely because of what you did. There are some variables that are within a limited parameters, but there's a lot of different ways you can go. And there's some things you personally can add to it that are totally unique. And not only are they unique to you, but you're not likely to ever do them again either. <laughs> That's really, because you do them so randomly, you don't even remember what you did. Like, you'll dabble your hand around this disco ball that plays different harmonies based on, like, keynotes and everything, and it's a harmony that will then be integrated into the song as you continue to play it. So is this is this the type of game where you think that because it's harmonics
4: there'll probably be downloads for different song packs yes. maybe which okay. is weird because I don't, I don't understand is there a different world for every song or is there like multiple songs within a world multiple like you, songs within a world and then at some point you just decide you've completed it and move on or does it complete it to say does I, it just say you've done
2: it I don't know I watched two worlds grow quite a bit and have a lot more added to it um, but I don't know what happens there and I asked one of the developers I, well what's you know, say you, you play this song a few times, you, you you know, obviously it's very different every time, but, you you know, what's the replay value on here? Are you actually just going to fill up this world really quick and then move on? They're like, no, you're actually going to want to come back to those worlds for various reasons. They You don't know, know what, what why. those reasons are, but... <laughs> I hope. Don't,
1: I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I, I don't know how it's going to work, but that's what they said. Um, Is there any gamification to it other than just, wow, that was fun to... To hear and see, the, do. you're collecting points. Okay. You're
2: earning points for how you perform in this. Isn't, isn't
4: fun? What a game's all about. No, of
1: course. <laughs> but but, but the, my but question
2: is no, like, no, you're right. That's yeah, a valid yeah. question because, like I said, this is an experience and a game. And I was actually surprised how much of an how much of a game it was. After after being like with the trailer, suggesting that it was all experience, right? Um, but there is there are many game elements to it, and I don't know where they start and stop really. Even with the music remixing, I know the technology behind there is very diverse and powerful. I don't know how much it's doing and how much you're doing. It's seamless. It's very um, it's the whole game is very very amorphous but I don't I just don't know. They just showed you um one underwater level. No, they also showed us a factory, a robot factory. So there were mm. there were no birds mm. in this demo. So far, but, I mean, there are plenty of fish and stuff. For example, when you beat Bohemian Rhapsody, the, the coral reef sort of bulges a bit, and all of a sudden, some of it's on the back of a turtle. And you go to the back of the turtle, and, all, and there's all these jazz clams on the turtle. Mm-hmm. And these jazz clams play different, like, uh, percussion and um, and brass. And then it sort of shows you, how, here's what how the, the different clusters of clams sound like, and then you... Just run your hand along these clams and produce this different section of, like, jazz music that then, once you've selected it, is becomes a part of the overall... Music of that world, and this is
4: why John said earlier that it's the Peter Gabriel game. <laughs> and if you don't know what that means, check out Peter Gabriel's game. And it the, seems they seem similar a, for some reason. There's a
2: very um, experimental mid late mid early '90s Peter Gabriel game called Eve, and then one before that. And it as makes well. no um, fucking sense, and there's no instruction, and it's just kind of it, creepy. It's amazing. I hope Gog releases it someday because. It, it would, God?
1: Gog. God has nothing to do with this. Yeah, Gog, G-O-G, whatever. When uh, when you said it there was a robot factory, I was really hoping you were going to tell me that Wild Sex by Oingo Boingo was in there.
2: <laughs> well, not yet. I, like I said, mostly, most of the songs are modern. Um, Avicii, uh, Kimbra, stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, obviously there's going to be lots more. It's harmonics, and uh, I don't know where it's going to go. You know, you mentioned Mickey earlier, and uh, I thought I had is that Every Fantasia film of the two that there have been there's always been a vignette among them that features a Disney character. So obviously Tron and Daft Punk would be the most ultimate yeah, that would thing. Would be amazing. Would be it would, be so would sell the game. They should totally invest whatever money they need to do it because that alone would guarantee the game is sold. And then it would be in people's hands. I mean, and then they'd have to figure out how to use it. That's the reason
3: why anyone bought DJ Hero. So yeah, it's, which, it would be wonderful for this. Well, don't even
4: don't uh, even get a start on DJ Hero. Such an but I, I wouldn't mind like a, a an interactive candy world uh, with Katy Perry music. But obviously that's Ooh, out of the question.
2: It could be I'd, like rather, a ha- Ralph, I'd rather have sugar dash rush. Yeah, sugar rush man. Sugar rush meets <laughs> Katy Perry with, with that with that J pop. Oh, holy shit! It's so,
1: sugar rush. And then mm-hmm. whipped cream.
2: Oh my god! That does seem really off message for how
1: pretty this game is, and no, I know, I just class of
2: Fantasia. Well, Katy Kitty,
1: Kitty Perry's videos are like that; they're kind of Fantasia with <laughs> boobs and squirting, hyper
4: sexed. Okay, so speaking of Mickey, um, while I was busy, you guys also got to check out something...
3: Castle of Illusion. Which
4: I don't really give a fuck about Disney or Mickey Mouse that much, but you're going to explain to me why I
2: should care about Castle of Illusion. There There have been so many Disney and Mickey games that are crowning achievements in the history of game design. You're a dick. (laughs) (laughs) You're
3: ignoring beautiful games. I mean, I am.
2: I'm purposely ignoring them.
4: It's Mickey Mouse, whatever. Okay, <laughs> it's not just some Mickey Mouse game. The you Disney guys.
3: games in the '90s were amazing.
4: I remember one so, where I was on some sort of ride and trying to collect a key, and it was really hard. Get out! You know what I mean? And it was like Space Mountain, you know, mountain the, or something. That's the the Magic Kingdom
1: game for yeah. NES. It's
3: hard. Yeah, that that's not one I'm referring to. Oh,
1: <laughs> I kind of liked okay. it. So we spoke to uh, senior producer Frank Hong. Yeah, Hong. yeah, Frank Hong. Frank Hong. Uh, he uh, he he was great. He told us that.
2: This game, this Castle Evolution game, unlike other things even recently that have referenced Castle Evolution, like the Epic Mickey for the 3DS, is true to its origin. It is actually a challenging, hard side scroller that will both, you know, challenge the young who need to be whipped into shape, obviously, (laughs) and uh, will have old folks like us who played the game before still very challenged and having a great time. It looks so
4: good.
3: Oh, it really does. So,
4: yeah, explain why it's. Is it better than a normal remake? Yeah, it's,
3: I mean, as an It is a
4: remake, right? It
3: is is a remake. The the level that I played was a level that existed in the original game, but it felt brand new because of the way it was all laid out. It wasn't just... I mean, it was primarily a side-scroller, but the level was kind of winding around in a way that just... It was a complete breath of fresh air. Everything about it felt just completely fresh and new.
2: Yeah, it's like, whereas the DuckTales remake, which is awesome, uh, is it is straight-up DuckTales. The maps are the same. Everything's Everything's the same, but newer. Mm-hmm. Um, this is done in a weird way that's like, it's, it's very tasteful. It's a very tasteful reimagining. <laughs> which, but do, which doesn't usually happen these days. No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was really, just really fucking cool. It's the same game.
3: They did add some in new a different, things. Yeah,
2: it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to say just that it's the same, but it's new. Is it better than the original? I mean, well,
3: I, th- I haven't played enough to say for sure, it's, but it, it
4: easily could, it could be. be. That's true. You, you only got to see a little bit. It's a bit, different right?
3: feel. The original is a very traditional side scroller, and this one is they, there's a lot more to it. And than
4: I, that. I saw some, I think, some obvious replayability because when I walked by the booth on one of the other days, there were multiple locked doors. So I assume you go back at some point and you're able to yeah, unlock. and go to different areas. You might
3: want to go back to collect the diamonds that you missed, or or just I, I don't know. I'm not sure if it has anything like that that would make you want to replay and get a higher score. But
2: but if it, it does, like the, that's a good idea. The
3: capability to go back is there. It's not like the original where you just keep progressing like a like a standard 16-bit era side scroller.
2: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it it's gonna be great. Anybody who loves a good platformer should check this game out, even if they don't care for Mickey Mouse. Okay, well, the the obvious
4: thing that would catch my
2: attention was that it's actually challenging, because oh, usually when I don't play so them, I'm like, it's he, not going to be we hard. We have a video coming out with
1: this guy. He plays such an emphasis on this. And I don't know how, but I killed Mickey Mouse, like, three times. <laughs> Mickey Mouse will never do it. Oh, my God. Um, what was cool about that is, as people may have noticed from the Wii uh, forums and stuff, uh, the Wii U forums, is that, like, kids are playing, like, kids that are used to, like... Uh, Games that hold your hand, like Call of Duty and things like, you know, and all that. They actually are asking, like, really weird, simple questions about our old console games we used to love. Like, (laughs) how do I get out of this level? And all I have to do is go to the end of the screen. Like, they're getting stuck in the first, like, boy, the first part of Metroid. How do I...
4: How do roll ball? Yeah, how do roll ball? how do roll? How do fit in small passage? Like, you're an idiot. You're ten
1: minutes in. There's, like, two (laughs) fucking buttons.
4: Try one. How do I... How do I do? And there's a picture of, um... Like one of the Chozo with his, oh. with his hand extended. And how do I like, fight
3: this boss? Yeah.
4: How do I fight boss? I don't know why they talk like that when I say that.
3: That's <laughs> like, how, <laughs> how do, do,
4: how
1: say, do, how do, how do you fight boss? How
4: do fight? Yeah, that's, that's how they, that's how
1: they yeah. Um But the thing is, like, it's really refreshing that somebody... Uh, Is actually proud of having a challenging game in a time when we're making games that basically play the Besides the Dark Souls and Demon Souls. And in the case of uh, Dravatards, literally play the game for you. But (laughs) that's really another issue altogether. Well, yeah, well, the Castle of Illusatar is uh, on its way, I'm sure.
2: (laughs) So while you guys
1: were doing
4: that, I got. Stuck doing something else and I, I don't want to use the word stuck I mean I kind
1: of do no you're stuck
4: I went to check out the the brand new game uh, Thief but it's actually made by the Square Enix Montreal team who made the awesome Deus Ex game oh so, well,
2: that's what they've been up to no, huh? exactly
4: so I was intrigued um so i basically missed the viewing by a minute and had to wait 30 minutes and then had to watch it which was another 30 minutes so i spent over an hour wow you this. stuck it out i spent over an hour. well you know what someone had to i, I really people were asking you know if you can see the thief game see it and this was the last day i needed to fucking see it, it was on my list of things to do and this is the only time to do it so i got into the thief demo and it's really nice to have me all of headphones and surround sound and whatever um they told me it's a reboot. It has nothing to do with the other Thief games, which is both cool and disappointing because this ones really cool. Um, so, brand new story, brand new world. It's still got a lot of the same really cool objects. Um... But the feel of the game was exactly like Dishonored. If you've played Dishonored, you've pretty much played Thief. It's like, I watched them, all they did, they didn't really describe the mechanics or the gameplay. They just played through two different sections. And the way you sneak and kill things and pick up objects and you have this little focus thing where you can highlight and see enemies and stuff, it looked exactly like Dishonored, except instead of magical stuff, you've got lots of tools.
1: The only, only, like,
4: exactly.
1: But the only way it could disappoint me the same way as Dishonored. Is if uh, it actually lied to you instead of a thief, you play loss prevention. Yeah, because that's what Dishonored <laughs> did. They're like, they're like, you know, oh, they talk about how you can do one thing or another. Uh, you can be, you know, you could be a killer. You're literally, they tell you, literally, you're a fucking assassin. Yeah. But then you're you're penalized for killing people.
4: Well, they have the same thing in this. It's like you can go completely stealthy and not kill a single person and not be detected, or you can just go apeshit. Right, but and if you try go ape to shit, kill everyone, but in the I'm thief sure. games, it's a lot harder to actually perform combat as it yeah. they've always been. Um but the tools are really cool um, the graphics are amazing when you you know you can climb things you got hu- grappling hooks they brought back all the really cool and nonsensical but funny things like the arrows like there are water arrows don't ask me how that works yeah. if you see far away a torch and there's like you you want to get to that path but it's too bright. Is it an arrow can, with a balloon dude, tied to it I don't know but you bring out water arrow and you shoot it and you put it out but the the AI is actually really smart and they'll be like they'll be like what the hell and they'll walk over to it so you can either you know, take yeah, it down that water yeah. arrow. and they'll, they'll try to relight it but you can so you can either sneak around them or go try to do that path you just opened up they've got fire arrows same things you can relight torches oh, you can set you know, oil on fire, you know, fire arrows. whatever, you can light it.
3: Did they have lightning arrows?
4: Here's the thing. I didn't see that. <laughs> they have a really cool one called a rope arrow, which is obviously rope tied to an arrow. You can shoot things and climb things. You can pretty much climb anything in this game. That's it's, cool. It's really cool. Um, I didn't see it, but in the original Thief, they had this thing called a moss arrow, and it makes no fucking sense, but it's uh, it's amazing. Basically, you shoot the ground anywhere where you think it's going to make lots of noise, and it'll create tons of moss for you to smoothly walk over. So, <laughs> thus eliminating noise. I don't think that's in the new one, uh, but it's, but it's, it's really like cool chia,
1: it's like a chia pet era. yeah
4: so um yeah the, so the game actually didn't hold my interest he played an action scene and a stealth scene and it was neat cuz one of the, like the beginning it's like oh I'm gonna, he's going to try to break into this one place and he actually He showed, like, 30 different ways you could get in, which was cool. Like, he hit some sort of button and valve, and he shut off the water, so he could either sneak down, like, the passage where the water came out, or the sewer, and also unlocked another door. You could go through the front entrance, the side entrance. You could distract someone to go through the window. You could climb through the ceiling. There were, like, literally 30 ways for, like, Hmm. one of these beginning areas to get into. Um, But that's pretty much it. Then there was an action scene with him escaping, and it was all kind of scripted and generic. You know, like, oh, everything's falling apart, everything's blowing up, run away. Yeah, sure. Um, They did not even say if the world was, uh, for the first time ever, an open world. They didn't Ah. say that. They didn't say that. Here's the thing. With the other Thief games... For the first time ever, they didn't say it? With the other other Thief games, it kind of is. You, You can go... There's, like, a main city, and you can go between it to other areas and do your shit and go back, and you unlock new abilities. They didn't say anything. They just played two fucking stages so I waited an hour for that Mm -hmm. Um, you know there's a few neat gimmicks like health doesn't refill um, if it that's you know, nice you need to find things that you need to eat food you know whatever but even okay. though that doesn't really make much sense um, there's a special Fibers. ability called focus where you can In your vitamins. yeah you need your, you need your <laughs> vitamins there's a special thing called focus where you can it increases all your abilities so if you're having trouble with a lock pick you use it and you can see actually into the lock all the lock mechanisms which is kind of cool mm-hmm. and it actually increases all of your abilities but it runs out and the only way to refill it is to eat a bunch of poppies um, whoa <laughs> so you find various <laughs> oh, poppies man. and you down that shit uh, so I thought that was hilarious and the game you know it's probably fun it's probably cool it's a stealth game but like i said i just you know i've played the shit out of dishonored and it looks the fucking same oh that's sad so i maybe i'm just over right now and when you know after a while i'll get back into it but right now it's exactly like and dishonored. for some
1: people they may be psyched to hear that
4: yeah they're okay here's a really cool thing here's something i actually thought was brilliant You know, in every kind of stealth game, well, a lot of them, when an enemy is excited or surprised, or they see you or know, like, a meter pops up, or there's an icon above their head... They, Ooh, have, they have that, but they said for you know if you're you know if you're a cool gamer, they said in the options menu you can turn all that shit off. You can turn it off so you, you can't see your health. You can turn it off so you can't so the enemies like you won't know if they're coming after you. You just have to listen and, and think for yourself, which I like. And all games should have that's that. awesome.
3: Hardcore. Yes,
4: all games should actually have that and not start Very off. that. Of that. Yeah. 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 If you're a thief and you're trying to make like a kind of a realistic thievery game, you shouldn't have fucking icons above people's heads anyway. So.
1: Yeah, that yeah, was solid like, snake makes, It makes sense It makes sense Like Assassin's Creed we are actually Looking through the animus And it's the actual Interface Well, that makes sense
4: Because you're in a computer And it's telling you Historically right. accurate or
1: like, shit Or whatever. something yeah. like Deus Ex Where you have like an interface
4: yes. Yeah, like if you're
3: This is just a is just, Mostly regular old theme. It's kind of like He's a medieval It's a medieval
4: arrows, game But, but well they, I think they brought back the arrows Because they were just really funny <laughs> I mean, come on But that was my experience with it. Was it worth waiting an hour? I guess, because I kind of needed to know this stuff anyway. Um, It was
1: worth waiting an hour for the fans.
4: But it's just not that interesting for me. I've already done all the stealth games that have come out in the past two years, and it's it's very similar. And I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm just, I'm over stealth right now. Stealth fucking assassin games. And you're not even an assassin. You're just a thief.
2: But, you know, you know what I mean. So, Hmm. that
4: was my experience with Thief.
2: Good job. You and uh, you and Matt, you guys got together. You played Battlefield, you lucky yeah, fuck we did, bro. Like a
4: battlefield, <laughs> Battlefield <laughs> oh, Four, broski. Jager shots. we Woo! did so many Jaeger shots every time we got knifed. Um,
5: so, <laughs> yeah, we we, we, we high five like five times. <laughs> Here,
4: here's the here's the deal with the setup. Um, E3's close was closing down an hour. We went, you know, to get into the last uh, 15 minute match of Battlefield Four, which they had all 64 players set up oh, holy shit so,
1: and it was cool they had like the red side and the blue side right with the lights
4: yeah mm-hmm. um, and you they had two commanders on stage with like eight monitors and
1: I don't know if you guys noticed we had commentary did we? like they were there was. we had commentary.
4: headphones on we couldn't hear it there were two commentary guys sitting oh, watching oh god the that means that I don't want to know the commentary <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, I don't know I, I don't want them
1: yeah. I think <laughs> that either they were live casting it somewhere or they were recording it for later
4: or something long story short we couldn't get in they said the line was full this is the last showing you can't get in but a few people left and then we were able to get in where they yeah. brought us to a briefing the last ones. room. We brought us to a briefing room and here's an exclusive you may not have seen. Ooh. Someone goes to knife you, we saw a scene oh, yeah, where man. you catch the knife, turn it in around on the guy trying oh. to knife you.
5: Yeah, if, if you respond back with the melee attack before the knife dive you can actually stop. It. Now
4: it's split second and hard, but if you can pull it ah. off, it's great.
5: Um so that's got to be one of the most satisfying
1: yeah. kills. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. my that's, God. That's, that's,
4: that's a double T-bag. Dude, there. there's probably an achievement for you. You that's you have two to, p- shots. You have to pound two <laughs> Jaeger shots down in order to get. that. So we get out to actually play, and they, they have this really nice setup where they've yeah. got everything on a keyboard and mouse or a gamepad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Jaeger you can shots. switch between them. So how,
5: how was your Battlefield 4 experience? Uh, it was really cool because, I mean, right away, I was taken out by a commander. Like, which is cool <laughs> because, like, I mean, I started coming under, like, I mean, as soon as I spawned in, because I spawned in a little bit late, like, I mean, the the deployment zone was being shelled. Uh. And so, like, I totally, like, you know, died right away. Um, it's cool to really to feel the effects of the commander so that you know that it's really an impactful way. And what was cool was the, the commander is dependent upon the Soldiers on the ground to give him more, him or her, more abilities to, to, and they can support. see through
2: every player's eyes, too. If it yeah, they just in a little screen, sc- they can cycle through. Oh their soldiers. Man. soldiers. I was were, wondering what that shit was. The dude, screens, yeah. oh man, yeah,
1: this dude was cheating because he had like a fucking, like the matrix set up.
2: Well, yeah, he yeah, had, like, yeah. T- I mean,
1: 12 they, fucking monitors. They, they did
2: have Batman esque computers,
4: but together. technically, I think they all showed the
5: same image, so it was pointless. No, no, it was all no? different. Oh, okay, he had direct feeds to all your fucking monitors. He was, yeah, it was, it was kind of weird. I don't know how that plays into the actual, like, oh, commander Maybe you can set that up, you know, Maybe. Who knows? You know, people have some up. pretty crazy So the best
4: way to be a commander is to have a tablet with 12 monitors.
5: So, so the commander's cool because uh, they're dependent upon the soldiers on the ground to not only relay information, but the more they progress in capturing points, the more they're able to help out. But at the same time, the commander's abilities to clear paths and provide good recon helps the soldiers on the ground. So there's this cool give and take, and it was cool, like, to instantly feel the effects of that you know the when when our commander deployed a UAV like on the current like front like all of a sudden you could see where every you know enemy team red player was and you know it was on i mean we were you know racking up kills and everything else i mean it was hmm. it was really awesome during the video presentation they showed that the commander for a particular game was playing on their tablet from an airport terminal. <laughs> so it's really cool that you could just call up and you know your friends like, hey, we need a commander, like, you know, and it's like, well, sorry, I'm stuck at the airport, and like, well, play it on your iPad. Like we oh, need okay. someone reliable. You know, it's just yeah. just that that possibility that you couldn't be involved without I told you. Yeah, don't call me back into it. <laughs> but it's like you know today's military—the last time, relying more and more on kidding. on drone pilots, and of course the rest of the development. I thought a buster instantly when I, when I saw the person doing the like commanding from like while seated. I thought a buster. In the news for I, rest told of development. I told you. I told you. I moved out to
1: Farmville, and retired from the military game. But um,
4: <laughs> no, it w- it was pretty great. I got my ass handed to me a lot. My battlefield's rusty. Um, but <laughs> Did you yeah, feedback? and I no, I didn't even know how teabag for half the point half the time but um sharks, the destructible terrain i what i did Everything. here's what i did when i first started the game i jumped into a vehicle i drove straight through a window into the lobby of a skyscraper got into an elevator took went all the way up to the roof jumped over a railing and someone shot me but <laughs> It was, 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 I didn't know what I was doing. I went up an elevator after crashing through the lobby, but it was hilarious. And I kept getting my ass handed to me. And I killed quite a few people, but I basically was shooting different objects to see what was destructible or not. Like, Mm -hmm. I I was like, this is a bookshelf, I'll shoot it. And, you know, it didn't do anything. And I kept shooting it, and, you know, there's some buttholes, holes, and eventually it shattered. And And then I, figured out how to get my rocket launcher on because they have a weird setup where it's hooked up to the gamepad but you can only do certain things on the keyboard because it's simultaneous and it's weird. So I you know I found out how to do the rocket launcher with the keypad and i was just I was shooting random stuff. My team didn't like that. <laughs> um I think one of them tried to knife me but you know you can't kill your own team at least on this <laughs> mode. And
1: it's not like Xbox Live where like they don't know who you are they can't follow you home or like No,
4: take your ass. I I it was actually really nerve-wracking cuz I was on we were on the end where all the crowd
5: was so they could see me. <laughs> <specifically>. yeah, I, <laughs> that, and I was
4: getting and here, I, so. I didn't notice that and then the headphones are really loud but oh, man the sound of that game. That
5: you know that's the the like kind of underrated thing about the Battlefield series is EA is just getting better and better at putting you like right there with I mean, there was a point where I took, like, uh, cover behind something that definitely in Battlefield 3 would have been a non-destructible thing from a tank. And then tank shell hits the front, and the thing (laughs) not only blew apart in front of me, and I had my vision, like, kind of, you know, whitewashed over, you know, blurred in front of me. But, like my ears were like not my ears were ringing but like the the sound effects were of ears ringing and like i was just so disoriented that as soon as the smoke cleared there was the gun pointing directly at me and, and just
4: like, you know, it's just so
5: like it's just getting so immersive like, it actually if, made me want to buy headphones for this type yes, of game. yes absolutely uh, definitely I always did headphones. you did you get
4: to use an attack
5: helicopter I didn't get to use the attack helicopter. I did get to uh, skydive out of the skyscraper. Oh, did you? I kept
4: getting killed before I even got there. Someone shot, actually, one of the things, the second time I got to the skyscraper, and I'm like, I'm going to jump off and parachute to anywheresville. And (laughs) as I'm running to the edge, there's um, like a few panels of floor that are entirely glass. I didn't notice that one of the panels was missing. (laughs) Someone had shot out previously. I fell. started sliding down the skyscraper and, like, crashed into something before I knew it and just, expl- like, I just exploded and died before I could even get my parachute out. Did you guys, uh... So someone behind me in the audience probably saw me running, falling out of a skyscraper <laughs> and going, Wee! and just, shooting
5: yeah. The
3: thing.
1: Yeah, did you, uh, you guys take down a skyscraper at all? No. No, it didn't fall in the match. It's,
4: it's, it takes a lot to bring down a skyscraper, and we, we were really, we couldn't get all the controls down because there's a lot of weird
5: mixing. Yeah, I was hoping to get the commander, so I, I would have just constantly assaulted the if skyscraper
4: if that's how way. it worked I and if I knew how to switch to C4 I would have done nothing but planted around all of the fucking base structures <laughs> of the C4 no honestly that's all I wanted to do was like gotta take down this fucking skyscraper but I didn't get to do it
3: can't believe that no one beat you up after that marriage.
4: No,
1: yeah. <laughs> no, actually, that actually sounds... they pulled him in the bathroom they beat him with a sock full of quarters.
3: Well, you know, it's the
4: first time playing it. I want to see what it can and can't do. There's so, no
1: way it. you're the only
2: person with that experience. <laughs>
4: that that sounds so cool. I, I went to go, I, I actually went swimming for a bit. There was a guy trying to snipe me from, like, a dirt hill. So I jumped into the canal in front of him and I was swimming. And it was, like, literally going to take me, like, 20 seconds to get to him. And I'm swimming, I'm swimming, and he's aiming at me and he missed. And then he aims right at me and I see the laser. And from next to him, one of my allies comes up, shoots him in the head with a pistol, and he slides down into the water, I'm like, Yes, I made it and then someone killed me right after. But it was really, really cool.
5: Yeah, so. it's just a fun game and it's gonna continue to be fun and you know yeah. Battlefield's great
2: destructible terrain. And, yeah, that, and that's it's what a it, it, it's a dream come it's true. It needed.
5: it needed that kind of bad company feel with the you know, the new Battlefield, you know, ongoing series and, and Yeah. And like yeah, we've said before, awesome. like um,
4: Battlefield has definitely a stronger multiplayer presence than its single player, whereas Call of Duty has a better single player than its multiplayer. If you're still playing Call of Duty multiplayer, you really don't know what the fuck you're doing, or you just like to n- run or around I'm, in circles knifing people, because Battlefield is
5: way better experience. It's different. I don't care in Battlefield if I don't necessarily do well. I want the team to do well, whereas I, I feel like when I play Call of Duty, it's like, I don't care about the team aspect. I want to be the top still. person on my team. Yeah. Like I just yeah. want to beat the rest of them out. Yeah. So... That's just the difference there. Yeah, That, that was sense. our
4: experience with that, a really fun experience that I, I'm glad I got to enjoy because I won't get to for several months from
2: now. <laughs> Matt, you got to check out Arkham Origins I a little did, bit. I did,
5: I oh, did. I managed I to, that. yeah, someone, a uh, you know, friend of mine managed to get me into one of the like press VIP oops, gameplay. I think, it's the, I think it's the regular one. But did you get in- yours? <laughs> <laughs> they have a separate room where they just put you in right away. <laughs> did someone S-R-D in there? What? Someone S-R-D? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, There was all kinds of s all right. WBSDP. Sanitize your dishes. Yesterday. So it was some of the developers from uh, WB Montreal who has now taken over the uh, Arkham series, and they went through and, and wanted to show off some of the what they called the biggest changes to the you know Arkham series. And unfortunately, I'm sad to report that they're not that big of a change. Somewhere more yeah. like Arkham Origins. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, to that's <laughs> that's yeah, <laughs> you. So, I mean, they did set up the story in the beginning. It's a it's a younger Batman who's kind of just making his you know he's making himself known. And on Christmas Eve, Black Mask decides to announce a fifty million dollar bounty. For anyone who kills the Batman. Merry Christmas! And it's cool because it takes place it takes place over one night and Christmas Eve. Wow, that that is cool. Yeah, Christmas Eve in South Gotham. So that's what it's. Which, it is, is. which is the
1: plot to like three Batman movies at least.
5: Yeah, well, I mean that's <laughs> that's true, but like. <laughs> that's though. I'm, like I'm saying holidays. Yeah, holidays yeah. and Batman go together. Like, I mean, are there going to be mangers really with Jesus scattered around like fucking Gotham? Well, can- I don't know, but the snow effects were did look pretty good for current gen systems. Mm-hmm. But so, um, they, the three things they showed off was that the um, detective mode is a little more robust. You now collect, instead of just scanning evidence and following trails and things like that, it'll actually take all the evidence you found and the back computer will replay a crime virtually. Mm. So then, like, he sees a helicopter crash in the distance and he comes and he looks at the wreckage and he's like, oh, well, clearly the sniper, you know, the the bullet that, you know, hit the rotor, you know, hit it up here and then he starts to analyze the projectile and you look for more evidence and then, you know, you... you you know who else is going to do a really good sniper shot in the Batman universe? It's you can figure out where that one's going. <laughs> Obviously, but Cat it's will make Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no? Could be just <laughs> some really
4: pissed off like Vietnam vet.
5: Yeah, it's it's just one of those annoying things like as soon as <laughs> there's a, a sniper bullet, it's like, well, come on, like, we know where this is going. Somebody tripped with a rifle and just hit.
4: Someone someone's on some
5: weird gas and they're seeing hallucinations. They better do some investigation work. Since the bounty is out on Batman now, there's a lot of people hunting for Batman. So not, not only is Batman going after Black Mask, but you have these they they're actually referring to it as the Knight of Assassins. Is all these people are coming to Gotham to try to kill Batman. So people will like enemies will try to ambush you. So, like, there's, like, ninjas that will now fight back, and they actually they actually can evade your your hand-to-hand fight, you know, combat, and, like, so they'll fight back there's with you. There's ninjas in Gotham? League um, of Shadows. Well, I mean, they they were... Didn't seem like they were League of Shadows ninjas. I think that was just kind of a, you know, Well, it could be League thing. of Shadows trained. Maybe. Um, ninjas um, are like pigeons in cities. Well, that's true. There's <laughs> all kinds of... Um, uh, the shit on your car, right? <laughs> All the time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's just, get off, get off my car, you fucking you know, ninja! I, just
5: want see, I want to see a ninja now squatting over a fucking statue of Thomas Wayne in the middle of fucking Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> One of the other quote-unquote quote, major changes that was, was that the Crimes in Progress thing is more, more dynamic than just muggings. Now you'll actually come across... Uh, using a police scanner, you'll hear about a robbery going on. You'll go down there and like, there's a couple thugs currently loading things into the back of a van. So they could get away in the van, you could chase them in the van, or you could try to get them while they're trying to load up the van. You might get them in the middle of the, the robbery. Um, he, The developer hinted that it might be that very minor Batman villains may be the ones pulling off these crimes. Mm-hmm. That's which cool. Which I think is really cool. We need if they showed but it. But, hey man, they didn't show anything. So, <laughs> well, I mean, they, they didn't show anyone in particular doing it, so I don't know if that's actually, uh, hopefully it's the case that you know more than once so it'd be really cool if some very obscure things found their way into it and the last edition was in the so-called predator rooms, which is like, which I guess is what <laughs> the developer <laughs> well, to catch. <laughs> a
2: say, it's, it's Take not, a
5: seat. It, yeah, it's uh, it's nothing. It's not as special as you think. It. It's actually something that they've done in every Arkham game. It's the meat of every Arkham game. It's the rooms in which you use the constant all the different hiding. Uh, positions. They yeah. refer to them as predator rooms. Apparently. Oh yeah, because so now pre- I find out that those are he, called the predator powers. When he's able to exactly uh, yeah. So there's some new predator powers, including he now uses <laughs> predator powers. A, can, no, no, that's what they're called. They're you molest you this child. Uh, mostly focused on creating your own ways of hiding and moving around, such that. as now he takes a zip line and he can put them between gargoyles, and now he can has a tightrope to walk between mm. gargoyles. Is that like always there? Because so, no one's gonna uh, no one's well, gonna hear can, that tensile metal. Fucking well, bam, yeah. bam. I, people <laughs> can't hear very well. Sure, right now, of course. Yeah, it's yeah. snowing. It muffles things. You can even use the zip line between objects and people. So if you wanted to, you can like there's this cool laser like laser sighted thing where you can see the two objects that the zip line will go between. So you can pull two enemies into each other. You can pull, like, a like a, uh, a trash can into an enemy. You know, just kind of that thing. Sounds like so, slime tethering and Ghostbusters. <laughs> it sounds exactly like that. I, it's, it's, they're not major changes. You know, nothing well, nothing blew my, my mind, mind here. But if you liked Arkham City a lot, which a lot of people did and I <laughs> did, oh, yeah. it's going to be fun. I really did not like the new voice actors. Mm-hmm. Both Batman uh, and Joker are new. Uh, um, well, Joker didn't have a choice. Yeah, Joker because of didn't Mark have Hamill. Well, I guess they
4: did because they had missing. anyone else to pick. Yeah.
5: I just get nervous about this. Cause it's a new studio, and it didn't look like they added much to make it their own. I feel like they're just trying to capitalize on Arkham City, mm-hmm. and I'm worried if the story isn't good. Because the changes of the game aren't that much, I don't think. I don't is think the, it'll be does very
4: the combat memorable. system look
5: exactly the same? It, it is. Exactly
4: so they didn't same. really design it from they, the ground there's, up. There's new enemies. So it's not from the ground up,
5: basically. Yeah. There's Even though a, it's a new studio, which I a find big, weird. There's a big new bruiser. There's a ninja. When you tell me that, like, just enemy types are new, and you just show two, and like that, that to me isn't a gameplay change. That's that's just adding new enemy types. Can you drive your car through the city? Um, no, cool. but they did show the Batwing. He did start out in the Batwing, and then he dropped out of it. <laughs> so, you get dropped out of the Batwing, and that's the end of it. Well, because he approaches an area that he thinks, like, he, he's but looking he's for someone it. that knows where Black Mask is. In, in the cutscene. And then it, it actually went in-game engine, you know, like, and then he dropped out of it. So, like, I feel like it might have been the beginning of the game. But he's not piloting it. I would not be shocked if it makes its way like yeah. later if on. If they t- bothered t- to t- make an actual
4: three D model of it that wasn't like a scene, then
5: maybe, yeah. maybe it could I mean, be it. in it. It makes yeah. sense. It makes sense that it wouldn't have it because that's adding a whole new like game. Yeah, game like what are you gonna expect? Yeah, I don't know. Like what you know, you, you probably wouldn't be chasing anyone down. I mean, it is a much bigger environment thing. Well, uh,
4: obviously, than at Arco some City. point, there's going to be a parade. With balloons filled with gas, and you'll need to round them all up and like throw them into the (laughs) fucking moon or something. (laughs) I
5: want, I want some uh, like Batman Returns like throwaways from this. Like, I want giant.
4: Christmas in Skeleton Gotham. clown suit guys on motorcycles. Oh, yes. I want. yes, 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 I, I do. And Batman's I just that. gonna yes. kill them want, and not I
2: care. I want an
5: ice sculpture park. I want. I want it all. <laughs> I like, want penguins with rockets I, on the fucking back. I,
2: I, I want Max fucking Shrek.
5: Yes, exactly. Boy <laughs> by for walking. Yes. How awesome is <laughs> that? Be? So good. That should be the fourth game in the Arkham series. They just they <laughs> do art. They do Batman Returns. Yeah, why the hell not? Yeah, Arkham Returns. Awesome.
2: Man, why not? Yeah, do, let's do it. All right, there you go, guys. <laughs> yeah. Done. You're all you're, you're already investing on. in things that we are someone else has
1: done before. Try this one out. Yeah. We are doing the pre-production for you. <laughs> that was a freebie. Oh, on a,
4: on a side note, I, I saw an interesting thing today about Saints Row Four. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it was just on one of the monitors they were playing, and I think I think it was only playing at E3. Maybe you can find it outside. You know, on the internet somewhere. Obviously, everything exists on the internet. But it was a, it was a scene of Keith David. Uh-huh. As Keith David, of course. Yep. Um, the president is running and jumping, and he's butt completely naked, uh-huh. and he's running and trying to reach for a ledge. And Keith David comes down and grabs his hand, and heroically like lifts him up like their best pals. And Keith David's is just saving the naked president. <laughs> and then and there's another scene later where the president's just standing there naked, staring at the spaceships as like fires raining down on him. I think that's in the
1: the, uh, the trailer. But
4: Keith David is in the game a lot more than just the beginning. Think, I just want to point that out. I Do
1: you think that's, love it. It's, it's the the best especially part. a lot like that new movie with. Uh, Channing Tatum, White House Down, where he's, uh, with Jamie Foxx, who's the president. I hope not. Uh. (laughs) Oh.
4: I really hope not. Um, so the last thing we basically saw today, which was incredible. The
2: the thing that that all of us saw And and we didn't, I don't think we thought it was gonna be this incredible. Mm -hmm. No, no we didn't. We did
3: not expect this.
2: Uh, we went to see The Witcher. Oh my gosh. The Witcher Witcher 3. The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, CD Projekt Red, a studio out of Poland. This is the third game in the series. I've never played him, um... But I guess, Brandon and Johnny, you guys have. Been. I
3: haven't played much of it. I I've been I, I've, it. I will now. Yeah,
4: I've, I've played all of the first one. Uh, they were kind enough to give us free downloads for the yeah. first two, which is like 300 hours of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, the Witcher 1 is kind of a linear experience where you're in one area, you complete it, you move on to the next chapter. Similar uh, to Witcher 2, Witcher 3, for the first time ever, Oh my god! open world. Oh and whoa, and whoa. here's the thing for the first time ever. It is the most open world possibly I've ever seen because they showed us this huge land in this city in another city in the ocean and you're like and and then they basically like yeah. wow like
1: what a big world
4: and then they zoom out and show the entire continent that you're on they're saying by the way this is just one small piece of like the several five to seven other giant what? maps. <laughs> um, of I mean, this of this world.
1: It, and I thought, like, when you looked at it, you're like, oh, it's like Skyrim. Okay, it's about that size. And when they said that was only a fraction, no. like,
3: what?
4: It's way bigger yeah. than Skyrim.
3: Look he, out, Daggerfall. He actually <laughs>
4: said it was 35 times bigger than The Witcher 2. I don't know what that means because I haven't played it, but if it's anything like The Witcher 1, that means there's, like, th- that means there's, like, thousands of hours of
2: gameplay. The <laughs> yeah. well, Witcher is a medieval fantasy game uh, about uh, a dude who's... Some- he's, he's, he's a Witcher. Um, he's basically...
4: Um, molecularly altered with some sort of mutagen, he's a mutant, and he's he was made basically to protect humans and fight monsters. He's a official monster hunter. Did you say it's like a cross
1: between um, Hellboy and Van Helsing, like him as a character.
4: Uh, well, um, a, kind of, maybe a little, but because no, Hellboy's kinda uh, and, and kind, and of kind of good, and he's kind of he's a gray area. He's neither really good or bad. Gotcha,
1: but. Uh,
4: nor are the decisions that he makes
1: yeah, this, yeah. They, they said several, like, my best quote of the whole fucking maybe quote of the whole E3 he's not a knight in shining armor but but he's, also he's also not, not a sellsword
4: no my, my best quote of E3 is honor and death go together like hot sauce in my balls
5: <laughs> <laughs> that from Ninja Gaiden yeah my my personal favorite was actually in Witcher 3 when it says you look like you definitely have a monster problem <laughs>
4: That was the best oh, yeah. one. He was, okay, so there's, there's this entire um, system where the, the side quests, which are massive, and you don't have to do them, but they're amazing. Uh, they, it kind of blurs between the main quest and the yeah, side quests. very natural feeling. Yeah, so he goes to this town, and someone's dead, and he's trying to investigate it for them. He's trying to convince them. You know, you have a monster. Like They're like, there's two people arguing who run the town. One's like, this monster's killing us, but we need. he's keeping our old ways. We should leave him alone. Another one's, we need to kill this monster because he's killing us. We need to do things on our own and and Geralt comes into the picture and you have several choice options but you know they do whatever generic one and the guy's like we don't need your help we don't have a mo- like we don't need there's no problems here and what was the quote what the fuck did he say he was like no I-, I definitely think you have a monster problem there's a guy dead there with fucking yeah, like tree over. roots coming yeah. out of him he,
1: he's got, he split his ribcage and
4: he's just standing right next to it going no you have a monster problem <laughs> and um <laughs> yeah. and so basically you, you get to choose sides and there's there's probably several other ways to
2: do it and it led to this whole dynamic quest that you don't even have to do that was amazing the game is like a third person Skyrim except that where Skyrim was a a mythic world as far as their their magic and creatures and everything this feels like a more uh, folkloric world and and weirdly it seems more real to me than Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Even though it still has magic and everything, it seems like it's, because it's more real. The
4: way the quests are done in Skyrim is like you go from point A to point B, get it an object from like point A to B. But,
1: it's a lonely MMO.
4: but in this game yeah. you actually had to do research. He was he was discovering some points, he found out what monster it was eventually, checked his bestiary, found its weaknesses, saw what it does, realized that it was somehow linked to someone in the town and you cannot kill it unless you figure this out, oh. find the person it's linked to, which leads to another part of the quest which is do you have someone kill this person or not kill this person so you can slay this monster. And it just keeps... it Like, all the choices you make lead to Which other choices.
5: Is the first time that I've ever seen the BCR used personally in reverse, where I felt like I learned more before I fought the monster from the BCR then mm-hmm. I kill one, and then I get to find out about it. You right. Know, like, it was very interesting. And he said it comes with, like, a BCR kind of partially filled in, because a witcher... By training, should know should, basic yeah. things about the monsters yeah. he hunts,
4: and and so once he figured out what monster was, he had the info because he's been hunting monsters, you know, forever. That's what he was. <laughs> he's made an for. old dude, yeah. <laughs> um, especially in the third game, he looks quite old. Um, so. You go into this forest. Everything's dynamic. It's open. You just wander in, and this this monster, this ancient monster you're tracking down, is controlling uh, the ground. He's controlling the
2: like, wolves. It's like it's not a boss. They said that this creature that you're fighting, which is really a complex, hard, difficult creature, is not a boss. It's just something that you encounter. And what's crazy about it is, it's like an infestation. This whole wood section, which you could stroll through on your own without ever wandering yeah, into, thing, is like, like it, this quest. It has
4: a problem. I kind of wonder, what if you stroll into the woods without knowing any of this? Then you're going to get
5: it, attacked by those yeah. wolves,
2: for starters. And yeah, you're not going to know it, why, it and it's going to keep happening. It was
5: clearly, like, it has a territorial behavior, this monster, mm-hmm. and those that particular forest on this giant map is his forest. And the monster looked really cool. Yeah, it was like, like a fucking deer
2: skull with, like, a tree body and... Yeah, he could so, communes with both
5: crows and wolves, apparently, and, 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 they, and there's, control them. Which are t- actually kind of
1: similar creatures when he ignore the fact that one's a bird, and the other one's Well, vampires like, turn yeah. into both, for starters. The vampires... Do.
2: Yeah.
1: I do I trying to they never turn into uh, crows. So i give it to you.
4: They also showed us another like really neat aspect to just, just the, the side quest and the amount of shit you can do. There's you know he's got He's on the main quest, but he sees these kind of ruins. Maybe on they top don't of turn the at at into crows. I thought they did. I don't no, know. They,
1: they do it in Magic the Gathering. That's what I went oh. Nice. Nice save. Thank, so
4: thank you. So <laughs> you see these ruins on top of the hill, and naturally you know entices you to go, well, it's on my way. Oh, I'll see what it is. It's like a
2: wooden sky. Oh, ruins. Oh, there could be something there. Some, some loot hanging out or maybe, like, a, a side quest of some sort. Yeah, any Big fucking monster there. He gets there, there. and
4: they, exp- yeah, they explain that, you know, things like this may lead to secret dungeons and secret items and cool stuff. The stuff you would expect. Yeah. There's a huge monster there. Very difficult... Um, and it does it, this crazy attack where it makes everything pitch black, and you have to try to find it. And it just looked—the fighting was really nice.
2: It, it, it's like a bear-deer-zombie <laughs> thing, and, and it's it's a very challenging battle. And he dude fights it up to a certain point, and this thing's extremely strong. Do not encounter this fucker lightly. Like, the guy would have died if he didn't have cheat codes on it. Eventually, <laughs> this monster leaves, and it doesn't— Like, instead of just, like, fighting you to the death, like, a real creature— it goes back to its home to lick its wounds, and you can choose at that point to track it and like kill it once and for all. And you, or don't, you don't, you don't know where well, it that went encounter's off over. It's not, it's not getting on my case anymore. Fuck it, let's go.
4: Yeah, and you don't, you don't know where it went off to. You have
1: to, yeah. And you, the you, way you, this you, thing fucked, by the way, I mean, I would not blame anybody who just wanted to go. You know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna move on and and not follow this thing. Yeah. But if you have any sort of honor, you will follow it. Die 18 more fucking times. <laughs> hopefully, I didn't see how he saved, but hopefully it auto saves every five fucking seconds. This game <laughs> is gorgeous. Yes, we have but, to talk
4: yeah. about the weather effects.
1: The, it, that's the thing, just real quick, when you said it was gorgeous, though, the whole thing, when you go to these conferences, they always set it up. It's pre alpha, don't judge us on how it looks. Oh, yeah. And it fucking looked. Like, I would be happy. If I bought a game and it looked like that, I would have been fucking super impressed. It is well beyond anything I've ever seen before. Right.
4: And it's just pre-alpha. Now, the characters need some polish, but the environments itself were amazing. But There was an effect where... Uh, Geralt was meditating because he does that in every game instead of sleeping because he's a crazy mutant. He a he's a crazy st- mutant bastard. He goes into
3: a deep state yeah. of Kelnoreem, and
4: they show the. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what he fucking does. And then you know it shows the clouds swirling around. It turns him night and then back to day because
2: he's resting the entire day because he's tired, fucker. And, and while doing oh. that, you can actually watch all the you know the, the full, the full
1: cycle, the and, environmental and, cycle, and they bear up. And it's also really good gameplay too because they said like you don't want to fight a werewolf on a full fucking moon, right? Because they're exponentially diff- so more difficult. What do you do? Just Meditate for like four days until the like, moon dude, phase I don't, changes, or
4: till the, or you can in the other games you could do just like a few hours, or till the sunrise, or and stuff like that. Right. So, okay. And he, so the, a storm starts when you're um, meditating. You wake up and it's just it's cloudy, it's raining, there's wind everywhere. And the first thing you do is like he looks at the trees and he walks through the forest that he was just in, and every single leaf and branch is
2: swaying, and it looks it, absolutely beautiful. The boughs, the trees, based on the kinds of trees they are, are moving in the most realistic way I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It, like it looks like a real rainstorm these trees are bending the 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 grass is blowing
5: it, pine needles mm-hmm. It it adds so much to that foreboding of that forest he was walking into. Oh I mean, it just the, I was getting the, creeped the, out. actually. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the degree that in, like changes the game as far as like a open world for the first time ever yeah. is like yeah. you know tenfold. Yes, I was getting,
2: for the first time ever, first time
1: ever
5: yeah. <laughs> wind, <laughs> was fe-
1: wind effects on the environment for the first he time. He was ever. fighting stuff in broad daylight, and I was so, but I was so creeped out. It may have had something to do with the beer they gave us. I swear, <laughs> mm-hmm. I felt wind like, in
3: that room while that was happening. But,
1: yeah. I mean it was so f- Okay, oh, yeah, just just because I don't think we talked about it, the, the Polish people
4: ran it and gave us uh, yes, be- beers. Polish yeah. beers. Yeah. And they were Polish very beers. they were
1: very proud of their Polish beer. And I drank mine warm. And yeah. and also and also we uh the, the thing almost collapsed.
3: We almost uh, died. We almost
1: died. There was like it's a uh it was a structure, like a temporary ceiling that was holding the projector. And the moment it, we
3: sat down and started rumbling around above our heads. Yeah,
1: and, and so I want to really set a stereotype straight. <laughs> There's all those jokes about Polish and, you know, the screen door. Not fucking true. These guys just engineered the fuck out of that.
4: They're just like, you know what? The roof's caving in. Get some fucking duct tape. And a, Done. And a fucking and a beam. board. And a beam. And it worked, and it was amazing. I we think all it was, plotted.
1: And I think it was a little stronger and fucking better than yeah. when before it broke. Yeah,
4: and they, at <laughs> the end they asked if there's any comments, like a survey, and I wrote, saved my fucking life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Um, so other than that, back to the environmental effects. They, there's a, another really cool gameplay mechanic that I'm so looking forward to. Where they said if you're when it was raining and really stormy and lightning and, and wind everywhere, which is which is what was happening. He said if you try to travel by boat at this point, like for a quest or anything to explore, your boat's most likely to get destroyed or capsized, and you're gonna drown. And yeah, it's going to fuck you up and possibly destroy and whatever you're
2: on. You want to play Wind Waker? Play The Witcher. Yeah. Wind <laughs> oh, Waker HD looks gorgeous, by the way, but that's yeah. beside the point. And he
4: also said uh, if it's incredibly cold outside, you try go if you try to go swimming in a lake that's incredibly cold, you will possibly drown, because that's what happens. Oh, my God. Um, so the weather affects action... Actually affect your character. They infect the uh, affect the environment. Whales right. are yeah. in the ocean. You, oh
5: yeah,
0: yeah. There's a fucking whale. Cool.
5: Do, do you think you can hunt the whale? Do you think you could like maybe if it's a monster? I saw a whale We don't know if there's hunting in the water yet. Well, was, I just noticed there, there was a lot of lush wildlife in those fields, and yeah. I'm wondering if there's like a mechanic of like killing these animals and getting pelts. No, you could. Live yeah, because yeah, the wolves—they're
2: animals too—and you can get pelts and skin
5: them. Yeah, I, mean, I don't you know if you can get, skin them, but you can get loot from them. Whale blubber. So,
2: well, just think about like fighting a creature. On the open seas, Ooh, like shit. traditional folklore creatures, like worms and stuff in the ocean. Can you imagine? Oh, that's gonna be. Awesome. There's a lot of ocean on that that section they showed us, yeah, oh which yeah. is based by the, the set. The the, the, the the section is, is based on um uh, like a Celtic folklore and so on. So it, it's a like, very Scottish looking. Like at least the area also. we were like, in, there was like moors and everything. It was and it was beautiful. And the character interaction is so diverse, there's all these options to talk to I like people. how they said, it, the, oh, it's not done yet. I'm like, oh, there's all these options
4: that affect everything in the game,
2: it's amazing. Uh, the, the townsfolk, they 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 live in real life cycles, they travel and everything. They oh, have we, we
4: didn't talk about the end cycles. result of
2: that quest, did we?
4: No, we didn't. Here's what happened. You choose to fight the monster, at least in this demo, to save everyone in the town, right? But because you do that, the monster stopped guarding the village and then they get invaded and there's this whole scene that happens how like in the other witcher when you when you the other witcher games when you do certain quests like it tells the story of what happens afterwards and it said um they get invaded and they all get killed and they don't survive even three months after like since you destroyed the monster now you could take the other route and do nothing about the monster and it'll still probably kill people but the whole town would have survived and everything in this game is kind of like Black and white. There is no real good or evil. You pick a choice. Bad things and good things are going to happen from both. Regardless.
2: Well, actually, you said you said black and white. It's not absolutely not black and white. Oh yeah, it's not. I said it's not black and white. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy because it. um, Matt, I don't know if you felt this way. It was like Walking Dead kind of. Oh, absolutely. Like you're in these intense emotional situations that maybe you're personally not invested in, but these people are having real problems. You tell them something, you don't know what's going to happen because it's not. I mean, like like Brandon was saying, you kill this monster because the monster killed. And some that's people, what you do. You kill. But monster. that monster, you like. Well, it's a monster, obviously. Mm. So I could kill it. It's getting kind of rambunctious. It was. Turns out, it was part of an ecosystem. And in order to kill that monster, it was like psychically tied to an innocent woman. Mm-hmm. And you didn't know that and you told these guys and even though they liked her they killed her like, and then they killed their and, elders and, and you and, can yeah. choose and not to you can choose to probably try to and stop there, them. there were all these kind of dialogue trees I could see like several possible ways that this is going to go down they just went one path yeah. and there were so many ways this could turn out you
5: probably could have approached the, the girl that was psychically linked yeah. why didn't he talk to her You exactly. he probably could have and, 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 and or killed her I, yourself I just, love, I just love also that they yeah exactly You probably could have it, I thought it very interesting that also, you know, the, the non player character that he chose to kind of quote unquote side with and, and trusted to do something, when you came back, he didn't quite do that. No, he, he was not trustworthy at all. Yeah. It was very He cool. was a bastard. Yeah, and just... and the funny thing is, is
4: all of this that we described is not part of the main story. It's just stuff he found one while exploring. Side quest. Yeah. So and there's like thousands of them up. But here's the thing. No
1: matter what happened to that village, he still so fucking got paid. You
4: did. Yeah, he got Always get paid he, <laughs> right away. He does, Geralt, in every game, make sure where I need coin. It doesn't matter if it'll save you or kill you or whatever. I need coin for this if I'm doing
1: this. Yeah.
4: Which is funny. because I mean, You do. Your, shit costs a lot of money in those games, so whatever. He, needs, it. he does need it, his, actually.
1: The beautiful hair of his wasn't for him.
4: <laughs> <laughs> There's another thing that, that they didn't actually describe um, during the gameplay, which I don't know if any of you know. But in all the Witcher series, he has two swords. You're wondering, why does he have two swords? He does. I thought it was a cool feature. Here's, here's what happens. Here's why he has two swords. He has one sword that's completely made out of silver. That is the only way to do damage to magical creatures. When oh, you saw geez. him take out the silver one to fight the like enchanted wolves or the monsters, it's because if you use your normal sword, it does almost nothing. But in order to fight things that aren't magical, like humans and normal animals, you have to use your normal sword because your silver one doesn't do nearly as much damage.
2: Interesting. And it's,
4: the silver one is a lot smaller. Oh, right, yeah. So it's very not. dynamic And they didn't show all that But you do right. constantly Have to switch between weapons And each weapon has Several different skill style styles Like one, there's one skill set For groups One for fast attacks Like if you're fighting thieves And one that's like Strong attacks And both of these weapons Have several different tactics Very cool. And you can switch Between them seamlessly And that's how it was In the other games And it kind of looked like That's what he was doing in this It's pretty sexy And you know It's all obvious in RPG So you can get certain things up That you
2: want to use more Yeah so. It's so cool, and, and the that, beer,
4: and the yeah. beer. Uh, so definitely what? a surprise. I didn't think it was going to be that good, and no. it really blew me away.
2: None of us
1: thought we thought, oh, we'll, we'll check it out, whatever. No, the, 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 didn't the see whole, it coming. The whole NPC system is the best I think I've ever seen.
4: And here's here's the ironic thing. And I, correct me if I'm using the word irony wrong because I don't know what it means. Um, <laughs> the game was comf- that was developed by Polish people. Yes, the Polish people,
3: <laughs> and as a launch title oh, for the X-Bone
4: I, we, at least we think no, it's, it's not a, it's, oh, it's a, right. it was supposed to come out on the X-Bone but what's not coming to Poland any time in the near future we think <laughs> uh, yeah uh, Poland is not on the on the books uh, to get an X-Bone because of the yeah. internet situation so that country developed well, we an awesome game and they can't play it on the X-Bone right the, we don't know why yet
1: though no. sometimes it's local government issues and
4: hopefully we're not being trolled
1: by the internet yeah or that no it's on, the, it's on their frequent asked questions for pre-order and it they didn't know this till Microsoft announced it. After they developed, and I made really, it. I really wish you got an interview right when they found that out. Uh,
4: like, they as probably, as, I, I guarantee, like, they're too pissed off to do an interview at
1: that like, point. Like, no, like he's in the middle, like in the middle of the interview. He goes, oh, "I'm sorry, my phone keeps ringing. One second, hello. Oh yeah, Microsoft. Okay, I'm sorry. One second. Right. You're okay. what? <laughs> what? I'll kill you. I'll kill you! But in Polish. But in... Who? Oh, <laughs> uh... Just... Like, e- edit this not with Polish. me speaking Polish.
2: Okay, no problem. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so
1: don't, don't make me look like an idiot. That
4: sucks for them. I'm sure they'll get it one day when they get when Microsoft gets enough flack and, you know, makes some servers over there. But whatever. Um, the Witcher 3 was amazing. Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. I'm getting it. I just We're don't, I just don't know yeah. what I'm getting it for, because it comes out first, PC. I think, on PC, but I don't even know how the fuck my PC's gonna run that, even Mine's though it's new. It. PC... PS4, x <coughs> That's the thing. I know it'll run on PS4, but do I get it on PS4 or do I get it on the PC? Uh, we'll find out, we'll out, find out, we don't even know when your it's saved, coming out. Oh, Your save data will also connect to the first the two games. Is I'd
1: rather... Is it, see, what? That's
4: yeah, they, they announced that. It, you don't need to Wait, connect Really? Your, you don't need to connect your data, but they said it will have some sort of data connection. Oh, I fuck. don't know how it works or what it transfers over. Yeah, it's not necessary cool. for the story, though, they said, but it will do some stuff.
1: Uh, for me, I like to play games like that, though, like where I'm like kind of in the way we were. We were sitting in a nice, comfortable chair, you know, the controller's intimate. That's just me for something With like With a, a warm beer. With a warm beer.
4: It has to be warm because the reason I okay, everyone's like, Why the hell are you doing a warm beer? There's a refrigerator. <laughs> in the world of The Witcher, you collect all sorts of items. You have a huge bag. You get all sorts of alcoholic drinks, beer. You actually use them for alchemy. You need strong alcohols, weak alcohols or you can get shit face. you were
3: just talking crap with that. No, 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 no.
4: You actually there are there were like thousands of items in the first game. You can get, you can there's no, all sorts that. of alcohols you use for alchemy or you can get drunk or you can give them to other people to get drunk and fuck them. Um, so obviously if you're carrying on beer everywhere there's no fucking refrigerators in that world so you're gonna drink it warm regardless you don't care what it tastes like. You're drinking
1: beer. And also, you grabbed the first one you saw. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even like—I don't even like beer. I was like, "Can
4: I get one you want?" And right off the— front. And then I, sure I, for anybody to take? I actually gave the rest to spill. I was like, "I got you something." I don't think you knew that i,
1: I was drinking it. Yeah, exactly. I didn't. I, did <laughs> backwash, but did I
4: just like—I'm like, done with this fucking beer after two sips. So,
1: so. booyah! And there we go. <laughs> there we go. Top
2: five. Before we do the top five, got to give a shout out to a very awesome dude. We're a listener supported podcast. If you like what you hear, we're made possible by you. Nerdy show only survives on your generous contributions and we send you cool stuff in the mail. Kevin Weiss um, took Coric up on his offer. Cork uh, supported us enough that he earned a microsode and Cork said, you know what? My microsode goes to the next person who supports you guys. And Kevin Weiss earned it. He said, a meager offering is better than no offering at all. Perhaps I'll be able to send more later. And thank you so much, Kevin. And uh, I, well, tell me what your microsote is. Reply back to my email.
1: <laughs> <laughs> check your email.
2: And if you know,
1: Kevin, tell him to check his email.
2: He gets to, he gets to choose. Well, he, it's only very recently, so whatever. He gets to choose <laughs> what we talk about for 15 to 30 minutes. And uh, so uh, moving right along. So now the
4: top five. Now we have to explain that the top five in E3 are really based on our personal experiences. Not what
2: what you think is the best thing yeah, ever, but it, what
4: we've experienced at E3 there's ourselves. There's some things
2: that aren't on here. Titanfall, for example, which looks amazing. Right, but not, none of us got an opportunity to
4: experience And it was it. really just the
2: same thing that you saw in the conference. Um, yeah, even people who got to see it live mm-hmm. really just saw the conference yeah. demo. And Destiny, which could be very, very good, but, but it, had a condescending bullshit pre-programmed presentation. Destiny had the worst presentation of anything I
4: experienced there, so it
1: Doesn't it matter bullshit. how amazing yeah, the movie, yeah. We're
3: just, we have a bad taste <clears throat> in our mouths
1: yeah. from it The now. the The media hospitality room was a much better presentation. That was just... You know, the, oh, a, a, bo- a box sandwich can always earn your heart. You know, it, so. <laughs> yeah, the food was was good everywhere, and also, and also, nobody there was really that well dressed at the Destiny one either. So I don't give a fuck. <laughs> they, just, they just made a blockbuster game. They don't give a fuck. Um, so anyway, uh, the,
2: moving on to this this list here, uh, we got a couple runners up. Battlefield, Battlefield Four, destructible terrain. I mean, so good, right? It, it's incredibly fun, which is
4: one of the reasons why. Um, it gets a notable mention. it was one of the most fun things I played and that's really all I
2: care about in a game is to be fun. And uh, s- scribble knots unmasked a DC comics adventure. Uh, I mean it's just it's scribble knots. So, so it's already you've seen it all already, but the sheer nerdiness of them unloading that full lexicon of every DC thing ever to an extent uh, yeah, it, it was, was super in, just cool. incredible. And there were there was hundreds of things at E three,
4: um, but we're not going to mention them. There were so many great things, so many great independent companies and independent games. But we had to make this list short, and we decided as a group that it's just the things we've experienced uh, that we could that we could get our hands on. There might
3: have been some really great things that we just yes. did not even get yes. to to play, even well, though it was there.
4: And these aren't necessarily all things that had hands on demos,
2: but they did have live demos that we witnessed.
4: Yes. With. So don't get upset if. Something you really like or thought should be on this list, you know, isn't there?
2: Because like I said, we might have just not even it's,
4: seen it. It's just us. Don't get it, it, upset. It's, it's
2: based on our E three experience here. That's all there is to and it. And really. three days is really
4: not enough time to do everything. So you you think it stuff. is, but the the timetables every day are messed up. People are dicking you around. You sign up for appointments half the time. It's actually really difficult to do more than a couple things a day. Even when you have a large team, it just. It's very difficult.
2: I think we I, honestly. I think we made a pretty substantial den. Yes. Uh, but but basically, this is this is our list of the things that impacted us the most. Number five, transistor. Yes. Yeah. We. I honestly didn't think a game like that would be
4: on the top five for me. I, but then I played it. And holy shit! It was. It is definitely. This I,
3: game was announced about a, maybe a month or two ago, and I, w- I was very excited when I saw it, but I didn't realize that it was going to blow me away so much at E3. I was I was I mean I I wasn't surprised, but it was it was beautiful. I it was it exceeded my expectations.
2: Number four, Watch Dogs, or Watchdog. Singular or plural? Watchdog. Watch Watchdog. Watchdogs. There's more than one dog in this game. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and they've all got watches. They're
2: watchdogs. You can buy them. Anyway, uh, Watchdog, it's just it's such a great concept. Mm-hmm. It's so you know, it's futuristic, but it's so true to where we are now. Uh, it takes the open world dynamic that everybody is using and maybe even abusing for, the first, point, for the first time ever. For the first time ever. Uh and, and really what they're doing is for the first time ever. Like hacking the world, that's such a great gimmick, like to base mm-hmm. the of, you know, a realm of gameplay on, like, it's a new level of the Grand Theft Auto dynamic. Yeah. They and, they owned it.
4: And you probably have seen tons of footage of this game by now since, you know... It comes out pretty completion. soon. Yeah. So I'm sure you've seen gameplay footage. I'm sure you've seen trailers. I'm sure you get what it's about. But when you actually see it and you you know what the technology is and the, the tablet connection and the cool things you can do that you really can't do in other games is definitely one of the, the top, like, events um, at E3. Number three...
2: South Park, the stick of truth.
4: <laughs> I'm the only one who hasn't seen this game, so I don't even know what the fuck it. you're
2: talking you about. So you would have
4: loved been it. There, man. It's like to me it's like, ah, eh, South Park. Whatever. Like RPGs, I don't even really like South Park.
1: If you like RPGs or you like South Park, I'm not even gonna say and or you like South Park. This is for you.
4: It's
0: yeah. so weird
5: because. And Obsidian. If you like Obsidian, and they're great. Yeah. yeah
4: it's it's be weird because rarely does everyone at this table agree on liking something. And everyone, even John, who doesn't really like South Park, says it's I've a great I've never fucking been a South Park great. fan. And this, this game looks everything. amazing. So well, I'm the yeah. only one who hasn't seen it because I was doing that thief bullshittery at the same time Aww. as well. Womp so. womp. Womp.
2: If this. But. G- Matt, you weren't joking around. This game. Heart Magic. <laughs> That was
3: the only thing that went a little far, but it is okay. (laughs) This game
2: looks just like the show. It is it it. is indistinguishable.
5: Yeah, I I wish there was no heads up displays or you know just maybe you can turn them off at all because (laughs) it it, it Uh, looks just like the show.
2: Uh, And it uh, it the interpret the like you know fourth grader interpretation of like of magic. It's basically it's all the kids from South Park larping and taking it way too far, and that's the plot of the game. Like Lord of the Flies too far. Yeah, like, it's, it, it's, it looks like it starts relatively in the school, which they've ransacked because this LARPing game got
5: blown way out of proportion by Cartman and Kyle. It's an RPG that's aware of itself as an RPG, so it makes fun of itself, but yet at the same time does the RPG elements really well. Yeah.
1: yeah, And one of the most impressive aspects of what they showed us wasn't just, you know, it's not, okay, it's dick and fart jokes, and that's great, everybody likes dick and fart jokes, but... What was really funny was in that reveal that we saw, which I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but um, they do put you up against your new kid at the school, and you're you're with uh, you're you're working for Cartman who's Ooh. the Grand Wizard of the uh, KKK. KKK. Uh, which, is that,
4: like, his class?
1: I don't know, actually. Well, yeah, they're wizards. That's, they're all wizards. <laughs> they're human wizards. They're the humans. And they were going up against uh, Kyle, who's the king of the, G- el- the Jews. Elves. <laughs> he's, he's
2: king, he's king he's of the, the, the elves. He's but the his,
1: Jew king of the elves. He, his, class, his class is Jew. Right, yeah, his class is Jew. And, um, but, but we actually got to a point that I thought was going to be the end of the game. Like, what the hell are you showing me at the end of the game? Where you got to choose between them, um, and suddenly they reveal the true villain, and it's like if it had been any other series, it would have been just as magnitude magne, magnitudious, <laughs> just as big. Of a I deal. hope it's apocalypse. Oh, dude, I can't even tell you because I don't want to ruin it All for right, you. I but It's, a donut. I'll I'll find it's out. just like. Holy shit! Like you just pulled a reveal on something as silly as South Park, and and it, it's it's simple, but it's it's great, and you'll see
2: characters that you haven't seen in South Park in mm-hmm. ages. Oh, Chef, uh, mm-hmm. probably not. Oh, well, Chef's still dead. Like, but wow. uh, I'll just go ahead and say this: uh, uh, Stan's gay dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh he humps my your god! Face. Well, well I mean, I'm I'm sold
5: on that. One of one of the uh, powers was an anal probe. That's straight from like <laughs> yeah, the first you episode. Have an anal? Yeah, no. you, you, know, know. you actually used your anal probe. Right. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> I, right. I I hope the game has like a like a bestiary or, or something like like oh a South God. Park encyclopedia. Like it will now. It w- I mean, it would be really cool. And
2: and the, weirdly enough, um, the Facebook episode they did was one of the weakest episodes they've done in recent years. But they actually worked it into the gameplay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's
1: yeah. how you gain par- uh, friends and party members and all sorts of. weird shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. They add you on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually, called, it was actually and called Facebook. It's actually yeah. called Facebook. <laughs> but I, don't,
5: I don't know. And, and, it doesn't and look anything the, like the the it. the item equip thing. The item equip screen is screen is actually the avatar uh, creator <laughs> on the on Facebook. You know yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. what yeah. the
4: fuck? How are they even getting away with that?
5: Well, and there was there was another property that they parodied for. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, um uh your favorite, Brandon, your favorite Chipotle burritos. Yeah. The, the, they a bloody they, diarrhea. They give you gas and therefore <laughs> <laughs> and and, your mana. and therefore it refills your mana. because wow. because much magic is relating to you f- setting your farts on what fire. What are these royalties
4: they're paying to these companies? They No, 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 no
1: cuz they can they, put a Chipotle burrito. Chipotle is a pepper.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. But (laughs) But what about Facebook? What do they do with Facebook? No idea how (laughs) they do it. All right. So that was our number three um, that everyone agreed on. Yeah. Um, Holy shit. Now number two was something that I don't even think. Maybe we just were not good at doing research, but we didn't even know it existed until we showed up. No. Nope. We didn't know. the conference. No one knew it existed. Mad Max. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now I know what you're saying. You're all you're all Mad Max fans so you just put that on the list. But no, no te- technically what we saw and what they played was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, for
2: the first time ever, Ner- nerdiness, fuck gameplay, it. chum bucket—it's got it all: <laughs> physics, car physics, engine physics, chum sniping, no, could, Deserts Could these other games below it on this list overpower it when we learn more about it? Sure, very, no. Very, very possible. But. <laughs> are there other games not
4: on this list like Saints Row Four? That's amazing. Oops, yeah, better. Yes,
1: yeah. And we didn't mean to snub Saints Row Four. Was we just loved it. That... I guess I shouldn't have said that. But fuck, now yeah. you know it's
4: not number one. Fuck but, I you. Mean, you, you see what we're dealing oh. with here.
1: <laughs> but what's it gonna be? Nobody knows. Yeah, nobody because we either. didn't talk about for 15 minutes crying.
4: (laughs) Number one is The Witcher 3. Well done. (laughs) Now, I know what you're saying. You're saying, um, well, yeah, you saw it on the last day. It stays in your mind the longest. No, we went through every note that I've collected Mm -hmm. for all three days. There was a system here. We took... I have Pages. Yeah, we, we actually did this thing where we all wrote down what we liked. We did like a blind thing. They gave it to me. We counted it. We did votes. We eliminated things. And we did it again and again. And we, we voted, we we voted George Michael's dad out of the door.
1: You know? so, <laughs> and, and then we burned all the ballots and went with whoever gave us the most beer. Yeah,
4: so we did that until we narrowed it down this way. And Witcher 3... I don't know if you've researched it or seen much about it, but it was absolutely the most amazing thing yep.
1: I've seen at E3. It's the only one that I saw where, when I saw it, I just went, yup.
4: It has everything <laughs> I like about video games if, ever. It has humor. It I, I,
1: has, you know, an RPG elements,
2: exploration.
1: I don't care what I need to do to get it. I fucking it, I want it.
2: Yeah, I I want it. Like, more so, more so than any other game we play. It's like, can I just... Spend time with this. Like, can you just give me? <laughs> it's this pre-alpha. <laughs> it's good and bad because no, none of us have time for
4: that game. No. I mean, it's going to be like a five hundred million billion hour game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the first game
2: took me eighty hours. I don't even have time for the
3: first one, but I'm going to go home and play that I mean, and two to you know, get ready for this. Yeah, in
2: Skyrim you create your own character, and all the Elder, Elder Scrolls game, it, it, you know, and maybe there's a bit more personalization there. But I don't. I, I, I like the main character. I don't need to be a blank well, that's slate
4: avatar. It's, it's, it's you know, all three games are his it's, story. It's so story driven. This is the conclusion of his story. So yes.
1: They did make that bold statement too that this was the end of the story. Of, yeah.
4: And, and it is based off of the Polish novels. And I forget the guy who oh, wrote right. them because I can't pronounce and, and his and name. It's, <laughs> it's,
2: it's the end of his story and just the beginning of his notoriety in the game world. Holy crap. Yeah. God. So uh, yeah. And it's, you know so but yeah it's fantastic Witcher 3 yes we just talked
4: about it not too long ago but
2: yeah that is our number one I'd like to conclude with something that was posted on the forums by two thumbs uh he was saying can we possibly get some more hell yes for Nintendo um, um we'd like to say yes uh it, oh, not the and, game. And in doing,
4: <laughs> not even the yeah, game. I, I was I, like, yeah, we'd I, like more. I, I, yeah, I, thought, I don't think I, it was I, on Nintendo. Well, when, was I, it? when I
1: read that, I thought that too. Well, it was, I don't. I don't well, know. When I mean, Nintendo, was, I mean, it's so published when, by Sega. When Nintendo does something hell yeah worthy in the next, you know, in the past week, then maybe.
4: Here's the thing: Nintendo had a great display. They had a lot of cool games, but it really did with the creativity, ingenuity, ingenuity, and story dri- like driven games. It fell way behind. Like yeah. I didn't see very many heavily story-driven games. Like,
1: oh boy, more Mario. Thanks. I mean, okay,
4: Bay 2, great. It's a great action game. I love it. But, I mean, every other system had just
2: way more stuff. Well, here's why... Here's... Before you he sidetracked me, here's why... Here's why he was saying that. Because Shigeru Miyamoto actually weighed in on some of the big discussions about game ownership. Uh, he said, uh, as a consumer, you want to be able to keep those things for a long time and have those things from your youth that you can go back and experience again. Uh, Nintendo is almost like a toy company where we're making these things for people to play with. And uh, it's, you know, that is what it is, but it's a very simple description. And maybe that's where Nintendo is now. Because, you know, for the first time, I feel like there's enough reason for me to buy a Wii U. and And is Nintendo resigning to being, you know, a kid's game manufacturer, a toy chest and all that? Maybe so. But at least, like, but what they're doing here is, like, for the first time, they are more unique... In this in this new generation of systems, more unique for being themselves. You don't have to make a decision about well, do I want this or this? Because Nintendo remains constant yeah. in,
4: in their ethos. And here's the thing, like they say, you know, we don't give enough hell ass yes to Nintendo, which I technically agree. But the truth is, I love more of the Nintendo IPs than any other system. <laughs> yeah. I love Metroid games. Even if they suck, I love them. I love <laughs> Zelda games. I love. I would love a new Star Fox game, and I love Smash Brothers games. I would buy a Wii U if all of those things were coming out. If they made a new Star Fox game, I'd have a Wii U in a moment. If they had a new Metroid game by a team I like, <laughs> I would absolutely have a Wii U. A new Zelda game, I might consider getting it just for a new Zelda game. So yes, Nintendo does have the best like franchises that they've created themselves that I absolutely love more than any other system
2: he goes on to say Nintendo is pretty much the best company out there right now in my mind seriously we look at Sony and seeing praises for them defending the status quo which is not quo Nintendo has no multiplayer costs hell no one even thought for a second that they would have a used games policy um I they multiplayers
4: is kind of if they're if doing
2: you know. it is if he, he believes they're doing right by putting the consumers first and caring
1: more more about the games than
2: anything else and you know the- it seems like
1: people forget though that Nintendo's still a company I mean, it's like... I'm going to say, like, they're not your friend giving you shit for free. I bought a Wii U, okay? For somebody who says that he wants to be able to have things from youth, they sure had a fucking empty virtual console at launch. Right? That's true, but... I mean, they didn't do any... They didn't do any services.
4: For doing what they're doing, I I do respect them for everything they are doing, but it's just my interests are not there anymore. My interests have gone beyond what they have to offer. And it's not... I'm not personally deciding, like, I'm not going to have an Nintendo. I'm not going to play these games. It's just... A lot of them are not holding my interest anymore as much as they used to. Uh,
5: I also uh, they, Nintendo pointed out that they have the lowest uh, used game turn in rate, <laughs> like <laughs> because their games have more replayability. But That's also, true. well, the argument that I make is like, yeah, there are a lot of games for the Xbox and PlayStation that I have played and then turned back in because, like, like a Max Payne three for example, I'm not ever going to play that again. Mm-hmm. But to me. When I start thinking about my memories of Mario Kart and things like that, while they've been great, all of them are starting to blur together because it's just Mario Kart. Whatever the current one is, just throw it in. I want to play Mario Kart. Max Payne 3 is, a like, as an example, and that's not even the greatest example, it's a game that has a certain one-time impact that I remember very well. And I think I will always remember it very well if it's a good game. And there's so many, like, the Mass Effect series and Uncharted and, like, yeah, those games get traded in a lot because you can't do much with them when they're done. But they do something... Much more impactful while you're playing them. So there's a weird kind of toss up whether or not, like, Nintendo's replay- replayability is better. It's really the
4: story. The I think it's all the writing yeah. to me. It's all... None of the stories in any of the past Nintendo games that I've played in recent years have grabbed me with their story. The gameplay's been fun and great, but because of the lacking or ridiculous stories that, that aren't even written well, I just... I'm just like, I'll play through the game to get N- through Nintendo it, but doesn't that's create it. Nintendo
2: cinematic games. Nintendo creates games. But I don't need a cinematic yeah, game. I just... Up, I, up games,
4: I need yeah. to be grabbed by an interesting story as well as interesting games. Like, I need like, both oh, right now. My,
5: uh, Arkham Asylum. I turned that... I, I played that game in, like, four days and traded it back in. But I'll take our, our, my experience playing Arkham Asylum over playing Mario Kart any day. Because it stays with me. Because you. it stayed with me. Because right. yeah, I did, I did you're like, remember that time I did that And I that love thing, Mario Kart. And I love Smash Brothers. But, like, I don't remember the differences between Smash Brothers Melee and Brawl. And, you know, new features and everything. Well, but like, Well, them spreading
3: words to a lot of people.
5: Well, but, like, it's just, like, to me, <laughs> it's, it's the same experience playing it. it. Like, it doesn't, you know, it... it all the generations of them are starting to blur together. Like my feelings that I have while playing.
4: So them. We're, we're sorry we don't say enough nice things uh, about Nintendo, but we're all getting old and I, tired, and we need a good story.
1: I have a Wii U. I like <laughs> I like the Wii U. But like I said, I mean for people touting themselves as we're the, you know, toy box or whatever, the fucking virtual console sure still is empty. And, you know, even from launch, like, it really had nothing. So I don't know where that claim's coming from.
3: 3DS is getting more and more awesome, at least. I mean, the fact is,
1: Wii U had a really bumpy open, and I'm
2: glad I didn't buy into it early on. Mm -hmm. Right now, it's looking way more appealing, and I can tell you out of all the systems that I played games on, the one I'm getting, and it's not just because of Earthbound anymore, is the Wii U. And I'm looking forward to it, because I know that I'm going to have
1: some fun I mean, and the thing, too, is I know that I defended Microsoft quite a bit. Um, Well, not defended, but explained why I feel neutral, not hatred towards them. I'm not happy with them. (laughs) Um, I'm like that with everybody. I don't know if anybody else in our in our adventuring party noticed, but I didn't play a lot of games walking around the showroom floor. Uh, as excited as I was to get there, um, you know, I'm kind of pissed at everybody right now. I'm pissed at Microsoft, I'm fucking pissed at Sony, I'm pissed at Nintendo. I didn't even want to really touch a controller for most of it, because it's like... Not just because you were you were hard-working with the videos? Nope. I did not <laughs> work that. No. I mean, it was no. too... No, that was true. But but I'm just saying that, like, I didn't feel bad that I missed out on anything. Looking back at it, I'm like, okay, that's... I could have taken it or left it. I got very excited over the stuff we saw, but, you know, and as far as Nintendo goes, um, maybe they just didn't grab me. You know, they just yeah. didn't grab my attention. And here's the thing that people don't, I, I mean, I guess people don't realize that
4: every single company that was featured there, say, or at least the big three, right? Um, they all do good, they all do great things. They, all of them. They all do terrible things. All of them. They all do shit that pisses off consumers. They all do stuff that makes the consumers feel great. They're all businesses at the, at the end of the day that want to make money. Um, Nintendo... You know, does some stuff that doesn't make the money, and I don't know why, but it they, they feel it's better for the consumer. And right. I can't disagree with that. And just because they're we think they're falling behind doesn't necessarily mean it's still, you know, it's wrong for them to be doing what they're doing. So every single system is kind of, and
2: every company is kind of doing bullshit right now. We're in a weird place. Like I kept saying early on, this is like, we're in a paradigm shift place right now. Nintendo could stop producing hardware. And make yeah, just games Nintendo or... could... Keep producing hardware, but reevaluate what they do.
3: They might just stick to handhelds only.
1: Yeah. Holy crap! Sorry. And you know, and, it's very and possible. It's, big, it's in, a big you're gonna deal. deal. You're going to get the 3DS phone. They've
2: and, even said, <laughs> wouldn't, didn't one of them say they would they would step Iwata. down? Yeah, Iwata will step down if things don't pick up. Like they, they're very Japanese. So he they're is very
4: trying. Seriously. Yeah, they're,
1: just, they're doing their damnedest. God, I just that's... don't
4: know if they're getting input from everyday consumers
1: that you know. And mean, it's it's it's. That and I, and I don't think, I'm not saying Nintendo is an evil corporation, but like Sony is, and Microsoft, because right. they
4: are actually evil corporations. Right,
1: no, everything a corporation does is based on either some kind of data or revenue. There's no, no, nobody twirling their mustache going, oh, let's fuck people in Poland. I yeah. mean, except for Hitler, but he doesn't work for Microsoft or Sony as far as I he know. He can't
4: twirl his mustache.
1: Right, because was so <laughs> I'm just saying. But you know what I mean. Like, there's no mustache twirling villain Must sitting twash. in a fucking chair painting, petting a cat waiting for James Bond to show up. It doesn't fucking exist. There's data. Yeah. So, uh... It's it's tough. There's
2: like there's there's a lot of things going on here that make these decisions hard. You know, these are expensive machines. What do I buy? What do I do? Is it worth this game I want to play for this? Like, do you want to get uh, an Xbox One for Fantasia? Like, or <clears throat> do you want to get a PS4 for Destiny? There, these are tough calls, and um, maybe we're shifting away from uh, making these kind of decisions at all. There's big decisions are going to be made. And we can't even really tell what the ramifications are of the socioeconomic issues that
4: this all represents. And and if it turns out that the future of gaming is, in fact, not these consoles, but on tablets and iPhones, I'm going to fucking slit my wrists.
5: Because everyone's saying that. The amount of enjoyment you get in a 99 cent game, while it might be very light, you know, for what you paid for it. I mean, that's why they're doing so well. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know, that's a point. Anyway. On that somber note mm-hmm. uh, let's let's Say
2: sayonara. We've got more videos coming out for E3, uh, but this does conclude our E3 podcast. We're very tired. We're very hungry at this point. In-N-Out yes. Burger. Okay, we're going.
4: Oh. I've never
3: been to In-N-Out Burger. She, I'm going tonight. She
4: really wants to. I oppose, but we're
1: going to fucking do it. Yeah, cause, you you know,
3: can eat somewhere else.
1: They call it in <laughs> and out Burger because once it goes, comes in, and, you know, it automatically comes back That's out. okay. Maybe like, we'll do a food well, crawl. We can hit up multiple restaurants. Ready. I don't know. <laughs> we need I to go to care. that
2: donut place. Let's put a cherry on this Sunday. Thanks for listening. Bye, I'm Cap. Bye, I'm Brandon. Bye, I'm Matt.
3: Bye, I'm Jana. Oh my god, Mad Max!
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to Nerdy Show. Mm. Nerdy Show is made possible by a comic shop, Nerdapalooza. The generous support of sexy listeners like you. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, making a contribution to our monthly support drive, or just making sweet, sweet love. Any extra-sized contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and mm, images Uh. and lets you participate in our monthly support drives just go to nerdyshow.com slash support to chip in for more episodes of Nerdy Show as well as other fine fine programming Uh community forums, videos articles and more head over to nerdyshow.com You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via the iTunes store. And for the latest news, follow us on all of your favorite sexy social networks.